It's finally here. Starcast 4 is coming to Baltimore this week. And we get things kicked off with Tony's birthday party. It's going down this Thursday at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. And you can pick up your tickets to join us right now at starcast.com. It's a phenomenal spread, an unbelievable buffet. We've also got a happy hour. And lots of wrestling dignitaries are going to be in attendance. We're going to be paying homage to the birthday boy himself. Yes, it's actually Tony's birthday. And then at the conclusion of the birthday dinner and uh, impromptu roast of sorts hosted by world famous funny man, Dan St. Germain, Tony is going to do a little karaoke for us. You don't want to miss this. It's starting this Thursday at Jimmy's famous seafood. And then we're going to be at the power plant. That's right. The power plant right there in Baltimore. And you don't want to miss all the great stars of AEW, John Moxley, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, on and on. All the big stars are going to be there. And then, of course, on Saturday, man, it's all about the legends. It's a who's who. And if you're a fan of the old school, how about Jim Crockett on stage telling his story for the first time ever? That's going down on Friday night. And all the legends roll through Saturday, including Sting and the Red, White, and Blue, the Great Muda, Hall of Famers like Aaron Anderson and Ricky Steamboat, and even the unbelievable Taz, who we're going to be talking about later today. He's going to be there in person, a very rare appearance, and you can use promo code TONY right now, T-O-N-Y, to save yourself a boatload of cash on those meet and greets. But if you can't make it to Baltimore, don't worry about it. We got you covered by pre-ordering Starcast four from Baltimore. You'll also get access to Starcast one, two, and three. It's something crazy, like a hundred hours worth of content, all for one low price. The best value around. Unlimited replays in HD. You own it forever. Enjoy it live this weekend. Starcastonfight.com is where you can join us anywhere in the world. That's Starcastonfight.com. And don't forget to pre-order to get access to one, two, and three, or save yourself some money. Come join us in person. And this is a once in a lifetime photo op, tons of opportunities. You don't want to miss stories. You can't get anywhere else. Starcast.com and promo code Tony saves you a bunch of cash. Without further ado, let's get to our show. What happened when? Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, everybody, this is the Republican Senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. And I'm really busy right now with what's going on in Capitol Hill, but not too busy to tell you about BoxOfGimmicks.com. With new items each week, it's the official store of what happened when, something to wrestle with in 83 weeks. Log on and get gimmicks for the wrestling fan in your life, like Donald Trump. Or something for yourself, like... I get all the dolls. I like to have all the dolls. I get them and I lay them around on the couch and I pretend to wrestle with them and sometimes I put the figure four leg lock on them. It's a lot of fun. And by patreon.com slash WHWMonday. That's patreon.com forward slash WHWMonday. Want to be a low-key big hog or a glass-bottom boat rider? I know what that means, but it sounds fun. How about a member of the Hot Tag Express or... The Slapdick Nation. That reminds me of South Carolina, Slapdick does. Well, the Cox anyway. Join Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone with bonus podcasts, behind-the-scenes videos, and new content each week. And by LoisRules.com. Get your What Happened When t-shirt from LoisRules.com right now. And by StarCast 4. StarCast is coming to Baltimore beginning this Thursday, November 7th through this Sunday the 10th as part of Full Gear Weekend. I had one of those in Savannah, long time ago. 
For more information, go to StarCast.com. That's Star spelled with two R's. S-T-A-R-R-Cast.com. And lastly, by Grilling JR and WHW Live. Join good old JR and Tony Schiavone as they're joined on stage by Conrad Thompson. Live in Zanies in Nashville on Wednesday, November 13th, right after AEW Dynamite Live in the Music City. Doors open at 10.30. Show starts at 11. For tickets, go to supershowlive.com. Go Cox! Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of our childhood, the multi, 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 multi millionaire, the man with the tallest seat in the room. He's going to turn 70 this Thursday night at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Get your tickets right now at starcast.com. We've got friends of yesteryear and a little. Tony Schiavone, this is your life. The biggest birthday bash in the history of our great sport. The man with the plan. Too sweet to be sour. He's eating and lightning. He's crapping out thunder. He likes the chocolate and is down under. He is Noah Anthony Skiavone. Hi, Conrad. Hello, sir. Are you still too hot to handle and too cold to hold? No, a couple of things I need to say. I need to clear up a couple of things about what you just said. That you're 65, not 70. 62. Okay. Thursday. Five. And I'm not a multi, multi, multi millionaire because if I were, I wouldn't be talking to your ass right now. No, that's not true. Listen, there are lots of millionaires that talk to me every week. Well, this wouldn't be one. No, you've demonstrated very clearly that we're not friends in real life. We're just work acquaintances. You know, my friends actually attended my wedding. Wow. You're going to dig that shit up. Aren't you? Well, here's the deal. You know, I, uh, years ago I got my ex-wife a plunger for Christmas and I wrapped it up just like a plunger. So there was no doubt as it was under the tree, what was what she it was. And so she said, what is this? And, uh, she opened it up and said, why, why, what, what is this? Why, why are you giving this to me? And I said, well, I know how much you like bringing up old shit. That's pretty cool. Thank you. 
I like that. You're welcome. And you know what? I'm excited that we are going to be bringing up old shit today. It's November to remember 1999 all up in that ass tomorrow on November 7th, when we're celebrating your birthday at Jimmy's famous seafood will be the 30 year anniversary. So the 30 year anniversary of November to remember 99 was also the 30 year anniversary of your 32nd birthday. Okay. Uh, I, I agree with that math, I guess. No, no, I'm kidding. It was 20 years. I was hoping you would correct me, but you didn't. You just let me roll. Yeah, I do. Because you're the fucking man. Well, I thought it would be funny to insinuate <laughs> that in 99, you were only 32, which is pretty hysterical, which would have meant when you were on TV with Dusty, you were a teenager. That's right. I was very young. Hey, I do need to say something here. It's a little, uh, uh, I was going to bring this up to you before we started taping, but, uh, since we're already taping, I thought I would just bring it up now. Oh no. No, you'll like this. I think. Okay. For, for our fans on Patron, Patron, who listened to uh, one of our bonus podcasts. Oh my God. We, they got we, a real treat. Did they not? Yeah, they did. Well, I've emailed him Austin. I'm talking about because when I recorded with Austin, after I finished, uh, my head was spinning because sure. he was, and he was unbelievable. Wasn't he? I mean, he is, uh, an all timer. Yes, he is. So I sent him a, I sent him an email and I said, Austin, uh, I, uh, you're one funny motherfucker. Uh, would you like to be with us on a, another podcast? And, uh, he emailed me back. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Uh, it's kind of short, but it's, it's all Austin. All right. And Austin said this, Tony, I usually don't mix business and pleasure, but I'll make an exception here. You know where to find me. <laughs> I think, uh, I think we're about to have a new cast of characters here on the show because between Austin and I do think there are a few other slap decks who listen to the show that if given the opportunity, they could really prove their worth as part of our whack pack. And now that Dave Silva has relocated, he's come to Alabama with a banjo on his knee and we've got Cassio kid. I think we might be onto something. You and I might have to dabble with at some point, once football season's behind you, we may need to do like a, an old school call in style one-off special and really embrace the whack pack. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Austin, his, uh, apparently if you listen to, and you can only get this stuff on Patreon right now, but Austin, if you listen to that podcast, apparently was, he and I were having different conversations. No, I was, it's tremendous. They, it, uh, it's, it's the yeah. funniest thing that's happened on Patreon in a while, because it's so unexpected. Like people know if it's, if it's you or it's you and Dave Silver, or what, there's going to be some shenanigans, right? But when it's a listener, a low key big hog, if you will, mm -hmm. we don't expect that. And man, he put on a performance that, well, you're still talking about, I mean, just last night as we're taping this, and this is nearly a week later. I was with Cassio when you forwarded it to him because it was still just all over you. You just love it. Oh yeah. I, I drove back from Jacksonville, Florida 
to Atlanta after the Georgia-Florida game, and I listened to it like three times. Just his part, thinking, this is, uh, we've, we've really come across something here. So, Well, check it out if you haven't already. It's patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Uh, it's what all the cool kids are doing. And we're excited that you're one of the cool kids joining us here for November to remember 1999. But since you sort of had a little housekeeping to take care of, I've got a little bit myself. Okay. We, we need to have a, a Tony intervention of sorts. Uh, I need to have a, what a Tony intervention. It's okay. like an intervention, but for my focus name, Tony. Okay. <sighs> you know, you have got on here for nearly three years and railed about dog hair and pointed the finger at your wife dumping all the blame on her and you got me to tag in and I did it unknowingly. Like I didn't realize the gravity of the situation or what the implications were. And that I was complicit to a lie and it's, it's unfair and it's borderline sexist and we need to just clean it up right now because before you go around here, wagging your finger and pointing the ugly stick at Lois about something she needs to do with a pet's hair. You need to get your goddamn nut hair under control, son. Now I don't uh, want to spoil anything. Who told you about my nut hair? Your nut hair has gotten so fucking out of control that it is going to be a central theme this Thursday night at Jimmy's famous seafood. Star oh my God. Isn't there plenty to talk about at Jimmy's famous seafood this Thursday? than just my nut hair. Well, well, I'm glad you brought it up because no, there's not. I, I specifically, and I mean this very sincerely, I did not know anything about this, but someone brought it to my attention and it is going to be presented to you and you're just going to have to deal with it the way you have wronged people for so long with your unkept shaggy too dope nut hair. You know, JR personally described it to me as it's like those coconuts you see at the supermarket with those long stringy hairs. And God damn it, we know you can do better. So here's what we've done. Jesus. Tim in the summer suit, Paul Bromwell, Jay-Z, Super Dave, DoodooTrucking.com, Eric Rotten Crotch, Mark Nielsen, and myself. And have all combined our efforts. We pitched in, we got, we got, got our information over to Dave Silva and manscaped.com is finally going to hook you up. I didn't realize this entire time that we've been talking about this, that you were just sort of funny, ha hind and you thought you could bullshit your way through this. Like you did high school, college, and every day of your professional wrestling career. Well, I'd like to thank uh, you because you mentioned a bunch of, uh, really, uh, a bunch of fuck nuts in that list of guys. I, I'm, I'm glad you didn't say Bad Money Slim because he's like me. No. He would. Here's the deal: Bad Money Slim volunteered to do it live at Jimmy's oh Famous Seafood. Oh, stop it! Stop he's it! He's got a special suit picked out. He's got special shoes. He's got special sunglasses. He's oh, the only guy I knew who could have the proper eyewear to trim your nuts. And this whole time, you have been sitting around here wagging your finger at your wife about cleaning the dog hair, you had a fucking bird's nest between your legs that smelled like absolute 
spilt fuck run over asshole dog shit well it, here's the here's the good thing about about my nut hair it's not all over the floor like dog hair it's about to be thanks to manscape.com because they've got the tools for your family jewels and the cool thing about manscape and i really do mean this is they make it easy you know here's the thing if you've ever thought about using the trimmer you use on your face down there don't do that that's fucking nasty instead you need a piece of skin safe technology if you will of course we're talking about the lawnmower 2.0 it's the brand new redesigned electric trimmer so you'll never nick or snag your nuts no more manscaping accidents but maybe best of all and you really need this you stinky raggedy rat soup eating motherfucker they've got the crop preserver which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer and bad money slim's gonna lather you up with it this thursday night at jimmy's famous seafood now you already put deodorant on your armpits i know that because when you wear your wife beater around my house you leave a trail everywhere you go it's just falling out as it cakes out but you don't have any down there what's wrong with you just go to manscape.com use our promo code and you'll get 20 percent off plus free shipping and you'll always have the right tools for the job. Your balls are going to thank you. And I know we will this Thursday at StarCast when finally you're not a chore to be around. You raggedy, smelly motherfucker. Now, some of our listeners want to get their nuts under control and they don't want to look like the stringy coconuts down at the Kroger or the Walmart. Tell them what promo code to use over at manscaped.com. We're going to throw in a free travel bag as well. What? That's right. 20% off. Free shipping, and thanks to your friends at What Happened When, a free travel bag. Here's your promo code WHEN, W A T N, WHEN, W A T N. I thought maybe our first uh, would go ahead and say our travel code is Fuck You Conrad, F U C K Y O U C O N R A D, but it's WHEN, W H E N. That's our promo code to be a part of manscaped.com. Well, without further ado, why don't we get your, uh, very disappointed, unsatisfied, grumpy cat wife here. And, uh, let's give her a countdown for November to remember 1999. Okay. Lois, I don't know how you follow this shit. Come on in here. I'm not a grumpy cat. I'm a tiger mom. Three, two, one. Play. We're at the uh, Fuck Finger Center in Buffalo. What is that? It's the Burt Flickinger Center, you motherfucker. Get it right. Okay. And the crowd is going crazy. Oh, there's a fire in the stands. Do you see that? There's a there's a fire. There something's on. Oh, and that's not it. There's our man. What's his name again? That's the voice of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling on the left, the Booker of Impact Wrestling, Don Mr. Don Callis, and on the right. Oh my God. It's Joey styles, Joey styles. Uh, you never met Joey. I can tell. No, no. I met Joey. I met Joey a couple of times. Well, why, why don't you remember his name? You say it like you're surprised every time. Every time you say his name, there's a goddamn question mark at the end. I'm trying to be fucking funny. Motherfucker. Well, Would you no, play along here? No, put some respect on his name. <laughs> you, you talk about Joey styles. You put some respect on his name. What's Calais got a, uh, rubber glove for is he gonna stick it up somebody's ass he's trying to dig through the contracts and impact wrestling uh see how long some how much longer he's got tesla blanchard hey what yeah. do you think about the rumor and innuendo that they're gonna put the the big belt on tesla um i think it's a very uh, uh 
interesting idea. Uh, that's, that's code for you don't like it and you're shitting on it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm still, I was thinking, actually, I, when I was driving back to Florida, I was thinking about this. Look at Ronnie in the background with a fucking level 10 mullet. Yeah. You, you see Ronnie, don't you? you? You know where Ronnie is these days, don't you? Yeah. Hanging around, opening doors for uh, Cody Rhodes limousines. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, on which I, as, as you probably know, ride in on a regular basis. Yeah. By the way, what year was that limousine? Cause they haven't made limousines in like at least 15 years. Well, it was Charleston, West Virginia. No, that's my point. You got like a, a white Lincoln town car in 1998. Well, 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 it is. I, boy, Joel Gertner has dropped some LBs. Has he not? Boy, my God, has he ever, he's actually, uh, he's a guy that you should, yeah, he is. He's a guy that you should look at and, uh, and try to be like. And oh, by the way, I do need to make a statement here. I'm getting ready to lose like 30 more pounds. Oh my God. Are one of your dogs dying? <laughs> no. no, don't no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm determined to lose 30 more pounds. Well, 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 I understand Tony Schiavone is going to lose some more weight. He's going to have to lose a lot more weight to get thinner than me. Is Francine a part of this show, Conrad? Why don't you wait and see? I'd like to do a shout out to Francine. Cause I know she's, uh, kind of been, uh, under the weather, so to speak. And I, I make a lot of, uh, unsavory comments about her on this show. No, you don't. You put her over like crazy. You just talk about how you would like to, uh, massage her from the inside. That's right. Uh, and, uh, she plays long, which I, I love, but nice. I wanted to let her know that it's all in fun. And also Get well soon. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you saying? Plays along. Well, I mean, she hadn't sent her husband to Atlanta to kill me. As uh, one would only assume, that's why she's playing along. Okay. What do you think about this? Uh, oh, there's our man, brother. Oh, I don't know that I'm allowed to voice. You're gonna have to do his voice. If I do his voice, I get in trouble. Really? No, nah, probably not. I, I, I don't. Believe, he is. He is one of the. He's a stand-up guy, man. Stand-up guy. Not only that, I respect with a K any motherfucker that wakes up early in the morning like he does and does a morning show. Dude, you know that motherfucker has to wake up at like three in the morning to drive from his house into Manhattan and then yep. zip up the elevator, knock out the show, and by yep. the time I'm leaving my house to go to work, he's on his way home. A lot of respect for him, man. When he came out in Philadelphia and did, uh, and did our dark matches, I told him, I said, walk out and stand there with your arms crossed, which he didn't do, but I wish he would have. Is it what he's going to do? Is he going to smack Joel around here a little bit? I like that. You know, about the arms crossed thing. I've made you watch enough of this. You know it now. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. He's a, but you know about this arm crossing action. Tasmania motherfucking is one of my favorites of all time. And I, I, I got to thank you for that because I never saw one of his matches until we started watching ECW here on WHW. He's, so thank he, you. he's the best dude. Yeah. I don't think some younger fans can even really, like if you grew up and you just knew Taz from like WWE and doing commentary on SmackDown. And by the way, he was a fine commentator. I'm not disparaging that. Right. But I'm saying this is the first Taz I saw. So this is the one I always remember. You know what I mean? I think the way you first meet somebody, that's what you remember. 
And, uh, yeah, this is, this is the version of Taz that I remember. Uh, so what's he basically talking about here? Is, is he going to wrestle in this show tonight or uh, what's the angle here? This is, this is like his swan song. He's wrapping things up. If you remember, we just watched the show where he lost the world title. All right. That, that's right. And so, he did a very, uh, it was a very cool thing. The way he kind of handed the title over or put over the champion, so to speak. Well, I mean, the, the idea here is Taz is going to threaten styles and the concept is the quote unquote smart fan who watches ECW realizes, Hey, Taz is already signed with WWE. So he's, he's not going to beat Rob Van Dam in his match tonight. So they're trying to give you the impression that, Hey, um, what if, what if, you know, Taz is out of control and what if he might shoot on Rob Van Dam? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Because all the fans at this point know Taz is going to the WWF. I mean, he just dropped the belt and he's on his way out and the locker room emptied out and clapped for him and blah, blah, blah. Well, then they should have really done a swerve and put him over Rob Van Dam. Well, maybe you should start your own wrestling promotion and you can do it that way. Well, you love to shit on my ideas, don't you? No, I'm just saying if I would say that, that's what you would say. You just love to shit on my ideas. So. I love your ideas, but I mean, usually your ideas involve Francine's, as you say, boobs. boobs. How many O's do you put in boobs when you say them about Francine? Depends on the, it depends on how I feel and depends on how they look when she comes out. Oh, okay. I mean, if she, if, she, if she comes out and they're way up in the air, it's boobs. Uh, was Joey Styles a heel announcer here, or was he just kind of representing the company? Or no, Joey Styles was always the babyface. Don Don Callis is the heel announcer. Taz is trying to get the heat on the babyface. He's a heel. He's leaving. He sold out. He's come on. Gotcha. Gotcha. This is pretty cool in many ways, but don't you think it's kind of long to begin a pay per view with? Okay. You agree with me? I didn't say that, that, uh, no, they're trying to establish that tonight, something that you might not expect to happen happens. They're trying to get Taz the right kind of heat. You see in the background, Taz fears Y2J because everybody knows he's leaving. There's right. another sign over there. I can't see it, but I think it probably says it does. Thank you. Taz. So every, saw everybody Taz knows he's leaving, you know? Yeah. Taz fears fully. I've seen that sign. So, yeah. So if they can try to convince you that, no, he's not leaving and he might win. Yeah. Do it. Let's go. Don Callis is going to take that glove and do a, uh, a proctology test on him or something. He's going to check him for ticks. All right. Joel Gertner is alone in the ring with Taz. Yeah, this is. So at this point, Joel Gertner's a baby face. Fucking Taz is intense, man. Yeah. He's fucking real, man. By the way, he's like this today. Yeah, I know. He wakes up fucking mad. When I I first met him at Starcast, uh, when we were in Las Vegas, that's the first time I met him. Yeah. He's a, 
come over here. I need to talk to you for a second. <laughs> Fuck. And I snapped too, man. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Whatever you need. Hey, do you think that, uh, here's a shameless AEW plug, but I'm oh, going to do God. that. This, this didn't take long. Hey. Note, note the time folks. We're about 20 minutes in and here we go. Don't you think, uh, the, the fan base, which was a rabid fan base for ECW is kind of like what our fan base is now today. Oh, there you go. There you go. Ugh. Choke him out. Rear naked choke. Rear naked choke. Sleeper. Stick that microphone up his ass. Up his ass. Well, that's kind of would have, that would have been the, the cherry on top of the Sunday right there. What do you think's in his fanny pack? Who's uh, Rob Van Dam's fanny pack? Not Taz's fanny pack. Taz's fanny pack. Uh, it's probably uh, your phone number. Uh, a, uh, a lawnmower two from manscaped a couple of blue chew pills, uh, a, uh, couple of coins to hit the subway after he, uh, drives into Manhattan and, uh, whatever he fucking wants. Let me assure you, Taz never rode the subway a day in his life. Okay. Taz probably has like an F four fifty and double parks it on Manhattan. God. Do I hate fucking tonight, tonight. Wait, you just said that I hate fucking, what are you talking fucking about? Pickup trucks, November 7th, oh. 1999, the seventh annual ECW November to remember <laughs> Rob Van Dam, Papa, kick you in the face. Ba-ba, big frog splash bumper coming off the top. Ba-ba. Oh, so with me? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was for a moment. Uh, and there we go again. He's coming over, and we got one of oh, with a big kick. And who that fucker is flying off of there? And we got uh, uh, balls, my huh, 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 huh. Me. Fuck it. This is pretty good. Oh, it's the best opening in the history of our great sport. Sorry. That's it's pretty fucking good. Opening. I, anyway, back to what I was saying. Don't you think the fan base of ECW is kind of like, uh, it, it they're, they're all different. I get it they're, But the, the, the fan base for AEW is pretty rabid as well. Well, the passion may be similar, but the fans are totally different. Well, yeah, I, that's know, what I was lots of, lots of like, uh, 17 to 35 year old dudes in the crowd here. Almost no women. You know, Holy shit, man. The makeup is just a lot different. How, how about big dick hurts? Big dick hurts. man. How about Simon diamond? What do you think of his, uh, his character where he would come out and say, Simon says, I'll play a little bit here. Just a natural heel. It's a sad day when two clean cut, all American, good looking guys can't hang out and be friends without hearing derogatory comments from you Neanderthals. Simon says, Dick, remove Simon's robe. How great is that? Yeah. Simon says, Dick, remove Simon's robe. 
Simon didn't say to do that. <laughs> Big dick hurts, though. Oh, my God. It's. Go get him, Tiger. Yeah. Uh, How about the Big... pierced nipples? You, what would it take for you to get a pierced nipple this Thursday at Jimmy's Famous Seafood? It would take a lot. Well, I mean, text me a number. Let's see what we can come up with. Uh, but I just think Big Dick. Whatever happened to Big Dick hurts? Well, you need his number? I'll get it to you. No, no. Did he ever go to the WWE? Did he ever? Is he somebody wrestling now that I don't recognize? Um, well, because he kind of looks the part, doesn't he? What does that mean? Looks the part. Fucking answer me. Is he still wrestling today? Is he dead? Well, why am I expected to know everything? Because you do. So I'm, I'm like fucking rain man of wrestling now. But kinda. Oh, that's hurtful. Either answer the question. I'll send jazz to your ass to kick your fucking ass. How does that sound? I'm fine with that. Bet you are. Fuck. I don't know where, I don't know where he's, what he's doing now. I don't think he's doing anything because he, he's, I mean, in many ways he looks, I mean, here's the deal. I should be asking you because y'all trained him. There you go. See, I knew you would slowly. No, he's a power plant guy. Is he really? Yeah. But I mean, y'all never put anything out of the power plant, you know? Well, Tell Jody Hamilton about that. Is he dead? No. Where's he wrestling now? I'm not going to get anything out of you today. <laughs> I love that you even know that Jody's not dead. He's 81. That's rare for wrestling folks. You know it? Yeah, it, it was. And, you know, Jody, obviously, Jody, you know, was not one of the muscular guys. He was kind of heavy set and, uh, kinda. Okay. Here he comes. Yes, sir. Darby Allen. I mean, <laughs> Spike Dudley, <laughs> by the way, what, what's the deal with lately? Kick him in the nuts. What's the deal with Bam. <laughs> so many people shitting on, uh, the smaller guys in wrestling lately. I don't get that. Like I always thought. No, obviously it's a different time, but nobody ever said that about Spike Dudley. No. You know why? Why? There wasn't fucking Twitter when Spike Dudley was in the ring at this time. You know what? That's a good call. Yeah. Twitter has given idiots a voice. You guys have made, and I really don't want to talk about AEW the whole time. I'll talk about ECW, but you guys have made Darby Allen a star in like three or four matches. He's a star now. Yeah. Darby Darby Allen made Darby Allen the star. I mean, you know what we, I mean? You gave him the platform right. to, to, to be a star and yeah, his work did it. I'm not saying he was handed anything. I'm just saying he was given an opportunity and he made the most of it. That's right. And, and there's a lot of guys on social media who are down on, you know, specifically Marco stunt. I get that. And okay. You get that. So talk me up. I get that. People would not like him. Because there's a, there's a cross section out there that feels that pro wrestlers need to be big and strong and that in the real world, Marco stunt would never have a chance. Orange Cassidy would never have a chance. I get that. And therefore it makes our job as announcers even more challenging. And actually it makes it even more fun 
to try to put these kids over because of the sense of accomplishment. You don't have to put, I mean, you do, but it doesn't take as much effort to put Cody over or Jericho over as it does Marco stunt. So that's what I'm saying. I know you're all, you always trying to back me into corner. No, no shit. Okay. Here's what I mean. Like you don't watch much UFC, but Demetrius Johnson is a guy whose nickname was like mighty mouse. And he's like five, three, and he collected belts in multiple weight divisions, but he was in a weight division that was like, I don't know, like 116 to 125. Uh-huh. So you couldn't weigh more than 125 pounds. Some shit like that. Right. I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just what? nobody questioned whether or not that dude was a badass. No, because he was a badass. but everybody is in on the wink, wink, what's going on in wrestling. So everybody thinks they know how to book. That's it. Well, I'm just saying, you know, people are like, oh, that's unrealistic. Well, so is the undertaker being dead and summoning fire. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there's just, there's so the it's entertainment, man. And there's lots of unbelievable stuff that happens in entertainment and either it's good and it's entertaining or it's not. And here you go. Spike Dudley, the little man prevails in a win over Simon diamond. How can that happen? Oh my God. Here they come. Full-blooded Italians from Nashville, Italy, baby. Come on, come on. This is who big that, daddy fat. Ooh, no, that's yeah. We'll go with that. Big daddy fat, big it's, daddy fat. It's really big salad Graziano and that's, uh, what, yes. and that's right. little Guido. And here comes supernova supernova from the heavens. Yikes. Shit, we got all kinds of motherfuckers running the ring on this. Actually, I think uh Mike Bucci, the former supernova, is now a loan officer for diversified mortgage. You would know. What? Because you're a loan guy. You would know who's in the business. Yeah, he's somewhere in Kentucky. You ever tried employing? Nah. Here's an idea. Okay. okay. You hire him, Supernova. Come work in your office in Huntsville. And when some of your salesmen don't meet their quota, he can come off the top rope on them. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. By the way, uh, your boy right here, Spike Dudley, who we just saw, you want to guess what he's doing these days? Uh, he is, uh, running a car wash auto bell in Charlotte, North Carolina. Nope. He is, uh, working at a Cinnabon in Boaz, Alabama. Nope. He is, um, you're not going to guess that he's a broker at Merrill Lynch. What the fuck? See, he's making more money than us. Than me. hundred percent. Yeah. Glad, Those glad you clarified. Cause everybody knows I'm uh, handsome and wealthy. Yes. You know why? I don't know why you perpetuate that myth. I'm just a regular dude. Oh, stop it. What? Well, first of all, can I be very, very honest with you here? Yes. Shut the fuck up Okay. about that. You're not just a, a fan. I am just a fan. You motherfucker. All right. Hey, all right. Then let's put it, let's put it to the test. All right. Let's, let's say first though, that the uh, Spike Dudley Simon diamond match 
really only went two minutes, 59 seconds. It got half a star. As you've noticed, we have now an impromptu little Guido Nova match. They're going to go four minutes and 20 seconds. That's going to get a star in a quarter. And then we're setting up a big time match for match number three. So stay tuned for that. Hypothetically, Conrad Thompson comes to full gear in Baltimore this weekend on pay-per-view seven o'clock Royal farms arena in Baltimore tickets available at awtix.com. Won't miss it. As a matter of fact, Conrad comes to the show, walks through the fans in the, uh, in the atrium, the commons area out there before he goes to his seats. Yeah. I'm going to come through the front door like a fan and then then come down the, you know, get my ticket scanned and come down the bleachers. Just like a regular fan. All right. Do you think anybody's going to stop Conrad Thompson and ask for his autograph? No, nobody does that. Oh yeah. Oh fucking yeah. So you're not just a fan. No, dude. Nobody asks for autographs. I'm telling you. That's the litmus fucking test. The only autographs I'm asked for are, are to endorse checks. That's a good one too. So there, I'm, just I'm not getting stopped for autographs. It's not true. Hey, I also need to say that you need to put some respect on my name. No, it's respect. Respect on All my right. name. Yes. I'm listening. So I listen to uh, grilling Jr. Oh, God damn. Why are you listening to those shows? And when he talks about AEW, you go, okay. And then when I talk about AEW, he goes, oh, what the fuck? You fucking suck up. Suck up. Now let's run through that. When he's talking about AEW, I don't know if you've heard, he says something controversial every time that gets quoted everywhere. When you talk about AEW, you're like, And if if you're going to have some interesting riveting content, then people will listen for it. But if it's just, oh, I just love everything and everyone. When meanwhile, the rest of the show, you're fuck everybody. It's just inconsistent with our brand. So if you want to start cracking jokes and motherfucking, then I'm for it. Well, basically, do I need to say this? Well, there's a one, two, three. We got a winner. Uh, Do I need to say this? Uh, Do I, can I? Something on far back there. Is somebody else going to run out now? Did you say far? Yeah. Something's on far. Hey, by the way, I've decided I made an executive decision this week. Okay. You're not going to like this one. We, uh, didn't, we didn't talk about this off air at all. Oh, oh boy. I hate those. I, uh, there's going to be a third member running in on the show today. There is. Yeah. There'll be a third voice on the show today. Oh, by the way, that is. Taz's cousin, one of the graduates of the house of hardcore, Chris Chetty, Chris Chetty. Yeah. Chetty machete. C H E T T I. Well, not so sure. I like that jacket. Why? That's what they got you wearing. If you ever decide to call an AEW pay-per-view, cause you've never been allowed to guess what? There's no more people in the back to be able to run in. They've run in everybody. <laughs> Things like this in my life. Oh Lord. By now it's like, yeah, the, the crowd's kind of spent right now. Who, who's this Amish guy? That's Cassio kid. No, that's, uh, that's Amish roadkill. Okay. 
And his gimmick is that he, uh, he jacks off a lot. I bet he does. So he says chicken. It's like he's choking the chicken. Oh, and that's Danny Doring. He wrestles a very boring style with the concept being, he hopes that as he's doing lots of extended front face locks and rest holds, the fans, the fans will start chanting boring, boring. And he'll think they're chanting for him. Doring, Doring. Well, it's one of these, it's one of these matches where you need a fucking scorecard. All right. We go up to the announced position. No, that's just ecwwrestling.com. Okay. But there's a Dave shares forehead on the left. That's Mike Johnson's forehead on the right. Uh, okay. What are they doing? They're recapping everything that's happened. So you could go to ecwwrestling.com, click refresh and get updates. That's Steve Carino. One of the, uh, head trainers or big time producers for NXT runs all the house shows through the coconut loop. That's Jack victory. Yeah. And there of course is uh Yoshihiro Tajiri. And you may have noticed that Jack victory is in a wheelchair, but yet no one is pushing him and he made it there. And it's because he walked it down with his leg mates in a wheelchair. Couldn't do that today. I really wish I don't have to say this, but I'm an advocate for Steve Carino wearing cups in the future. Yeah, I agree. Jesus criminal. <laughs> it's funny. Cause when I saw this back in the day, I don't think that I noticed, but I guess because we talk about manscaping so much here, I'm like, oh, well, I can't I, look away now. I need him to put something on. Manscaping wouldn't help that. Uh, maybe he's going to gig it later. <laughs> he's hardcore. He's hardcore. Oh, Tasha hero to <laughs> Let me ask this. Okay. W- when you call a match with the Joshi in AEW one day. Yeah. Are you going to use that voice? No, of course I'm not. That is only if you subscribe to what happened when. Which, by the way, can I say this now? I wish you would. Now on Westwood One. How about that? Are you, that, exi- are you excited? Oh, my God. Am I ever? Thanks to the good people of Westwood One for allowing me to be a part of this, to have confidence in me. Thanks to Conrad Thompson for working this out, this deal. It's a big deal, man. It's been a great, and we're getting ready now in a couple of months to start our fourth season. Fourth season. Can you believe it? And now on Westwood one. So it, it, it does mean a lot. You know, we, we joke a lot here and say a lot of things. And you always say bad things about me and really, yeah, but, uh, it's, it's really a big deal. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody. I've had fun. I hope you have to. Yeah. Did you realize I got tagged on Twitter on this over the weekend that at some point in like 94, you guys were selling a sting leather jacket for $500. How many people bought those? Well, can't be many. It was described as the ultimate WCW fashion statement, sleek black with raspberry collar shoulder and cuffs. Featuring a raspberry 
leather hand tooled embossed scorpion patch on back satin lining and sleeve pockets. It's a true collector's item made to order 495 fucking dollars. Back then, no one would have bought it, but today people would snap that up. Collectors, because it's it's a different world today. Four ninety five in nineteen ninety four. Wow. Hey, if you got one, send us an email. We'd love to see it. Yeah, hello slapdicks at gmail dot com. That's hello slapdicks at gmail dot com. Do you want to spell dicks, or do you think our listeners have it? D i c k s. Plural slap dicks. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. So also if you, uh, if you want to, uh, be a part of the show, there's our buddy. Now I got a lot of, I got a lot of respect for Jerry Lynn. Jerry and I have talked a great deal, uh, as of late, you know, as he works as a backstage coach slash producer slash agent, whatever you want to call it. Jerry is, uh, a nice man. Uh, he told me a story that and we were we walked from the hotel to the Peterson Center in Pittsburgh, he and I together. And he was telling me a story that when he was in WCW, he would watch some ECW stuff and say, I'm not going to do crazy shit like that. <laughs> uh, and then he did. And he thought, I'll never do. I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but go ahead. What a fun match this is going to be. Jerry Lynn, Yoshihiro to Jerry and super crazy. They're going to go nearly 11 minutes. Most would say this match was really good, but it didn't come across as good as it should have due to lack of crowd heat. And uh, he gives it three and a half stars. Well, to Jerry doing a little, uh, Kabuki. Every time I think of Kabuki, I think of Gary Hart. Super crazy from Mexico City, Mexico, insane luchador. Hey, 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 hey! You know I'm gonna talk about now, don't you? Probably Francine's boobs. Uh, that's still to come. I'm going to talk about luchador condoms. Th- they're coming, man, and you uh, will be too. Okay. We'll have a condom called insane luchador. No, we're not going to call it that. Yeah. Insane luchador is what is you put that on your dick when you're going to have monkey sex on the couch. Whoa. So there you go. Did you say, did you say, oh, yeah. I mean, monkey sex. I don't even know what that is. Crazy monkey sex on the couch. You never had that? No, I've never touched an animal. Like no, that. it's not. It's not happening. Oh my God. We have jumped the shark today. It's not having sex with an animal. You, you just said fucking it, monkey or whatever. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. It's not that it's just jumping around being crazy. Having sex called crazy monkey sex on the couch. Can I ask, can I call Lois and ask her about this? Oh, she knows about it. Oh, really? She y'all watch a documentary on it. <laughs> yeah. It's on Netflix. 
Did you used to Netflix and chill with her back in the day? What was Tony Schiavone's go-to Netflix and chill? Like let's let's re, let's get in our way back machine. Let's okay, pretend this, all, this, there was not Netflix way back, but go ahead. That's the idea. You fuck if I could finish. Let's pretend it's 1988. You want to get a little sexy time going with your lady. Well, the kids are all put to bed. What what's what's the move? How would you make that happen? 1988. Dolomite baby. Did you finally watch it? No, I didn't watch that shit. Whoa. Why are you being like that? Well, because Casio didn't recommend it. Are you serious right now? No, I'm not serious. Uh, By the way, way, it has 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. You rat soup eating motherfucker. I do need to see it. Ron Funches says it's the best movie Netflix ever did. Really? Oh, shout out to Ron. He just got a fucking game show. Well-deserved. Can you believe he's hosting a game show, dude? Like, what game, what game show is and where it is? I haven't, uh, where's it going to be? I haven't, uh, they just did their first round of tapings a couple of weeks ago in LA. And the concept is you've seen like where, um, people do like uh battle raps and it's just them sort of shitting on each other or what's like head to head where they're, they're roasting each other. It's just. How, how can I cut you down as right. hard as I can? Well, Ron, as you know, that's not his spirit at all. Right. So he has a compliment show. Wow. So the concept is, uh, performers come on and compliment one another. Wow. Positivity, baby. He's a merriment marauder. He's trying to uplift people. Meanwhile, we're trying to tear them down over here on WHW. No, we're not trying to tear down people here. Don't say that. I just mean me and you, you motherfucker. We'll uplift everybody else. Even our piece of shit friends like Matt Coon. Well, he is a piece of shit, isn't he? Of course. He told me the other day he was too fat to sleep, which I didn't even think was a thing. I knew Artie Lang famously said he was too fat to fish, but I never knew that you could be too fat to sleep. I thought it went the other way. Matt Coon has proven us wrong. He's apparently beyond CPAP levels now. Thanks. Uh, and I asked him what he thought the culprit was, and he said it was fried bologna and mayonnaise. Hey, don't you sully the good goddamn name of fried bologna, motherfucker, again. I went to uh, the Big Spring. Have, have you ever tried fried bologna? No. I'm never gonna. You know what else I've never tried doing? What? Sucking a dick. Just no it ain't from me. Look at this. Are you ready? Yeah. This super, he's super crazy. He is fucking super crazy. Who is that guy in the crowd? That's yeah, super crazy. Oh, I thought you said he was fucking super. You were talking about a guy. Oh, I got it. I got it. You thought I was met literally. Well, you I th- mean, earlier you talked about having sex with animals on your couch. No, or something. I did not. And I, I was, I you thought I was using dogs. the word fuck as a verb. And I was using it as an adjective. If Got it. What is it with all you WCW guys? Look at the adjective. I'm not a WCW guy. I'm an AEW guy. Get <laughs> it straight. By the way, how cool was it to see you? I mean, I guess you didn't get to see you cause you were there. As a wrestling fan, it was pretty cool that you and Cody paid homage 
to mean Gene and Flair, Starcade 93, with that shot the other day. And, and I still hate Chris Jericho. Motherfucker. While we're at it, I hate MJF too. Yeah, that was all Cody. He uh, made um, homage to Mean G. Uh, you know, Cody. Uh, Cody remembers the past. He he really does, and and I think that's important. I mean, God, he's got Jr. and me there, right? That's remembering the past. So, and uh, the story that I told, you know, about Dusty. Yeah, you've told that story here on the show before. Yeah, it's it's a real story. Yeah, just uh, the face that Cody made at you while you were telling the story was the best part. Oh, really? Yeah, you could tell he wanted you to just shut the fuck up so desperately. <laughs> You're not worth the fuck. You're not worth the fuck. You know, give everybody the uh, time code here. Okay, my time code is thirty-seven forty-seven eight nine fifty. We've had a little uh, hiccup on our connection here, so uh, that's why we wanted to get the time codes right and uh, make sure that you're watching along with us. There's a little bit of you, as you may imagined, being a follower of what happened when, there is a, there's a little bit of a difference what we do because we try to sync up with the video. And we always don't sync up exactly right. And we try to make it to where... You don't really have to watch along to enjoy the show, but it it's also, it's just two guys watching wrestling together. Two very good friends like me and Conrad. Wait a minute. I'm your friend now. You told me the other day, Cassie was your friend. I was not. No. Well, I could have more than one friend. Can't I? I don't yes. know. I'm not your wife, but I'll tell you this. If you're still having sex with animals, I don't want to be your friend. I'm not having, it's called crazy monkey sex. Well, you, you're admitting to it every time. Well, listen, I guess if we're going to do it, let's just do it. If you want to see, um, Tony have sex with animals, come to Nashville oh, Jesus and do Christ. it on November 13th, right yeah. after AEW, as long as he's not arrested for doing it in downtown Nashville, we'll get him a few blocks up the road at Zany's super show live.com is where, we, uh, Tony is supposed to be. I know that Jr. and I will be there as well as some superstars from AEW, but okay. yeah. Pick up your tickets now, supershowlive.com. They're just 30 something bucks. You'll hear a whole bunch of stories you can't hear on the show, all right. about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. And by the way, even though you have a shirt that says NFL TG, yep. when fans get to hear Jim Ross with a couple Moscow mules in them, they'll really know what the definition of no fucks left to give really is. Absolutely. Uh, I've got Lois on the line. Can you hear Lois here? Lois? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Uh -oh. Can you hear Conrad? Uh oh. Yeah. 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 All right, Lois. I want to. I want to clarify something with you, and with this motherfucker I'm talking on the other end, Conrad. What? When we talk about crazy monkey sex on the couch. Yeah. We're not talking about having sex with animals. See, he's an idiot on this end. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Well, we don't. We don't have crazy monkey sex on the couch. Boom. Always. It's called what? Hallway sex. Oh yeah, they know they know that joke. I've told it here on the air. <laughs> well, it's true. That's what we have. Okay. We don't have monkeys. Boom. All right, Lois. Thanks for helping out. 
Thanks did, I, did that help or did I set you up for something else? No, you, you helped. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. We'll have sex later on the night. Thank you. <laughs> In your dreams. All right. We'll see you. So <sighs> she agrees with me. I can't even get my wife of 38 years to side with me. Well, why would she do? Nobody's going to endorse you fucking animals. That's probably oh, illegal. I'm going to look that up. Is it Let legal? Uh, no, it's not legal. I do not endorse it. No, Georgia. we're I'm, talking about I'm, bestiality here. So I'm, no. All right, here it is. Here it is. In addition, Georgia has a law against those who commit the offense of bestiality. Oh, you already knew the word for that. And a person convicted of the offense will face a prison sentence between one to five years. For more on Georgia code regarding animals, click here. Should I click more or do you know enough now to not do it? I want to go back to the match. You misguided motherfucker. You, why are you cussing at me when I'm trying to keep oh. you out of prison? To Jerry, we'll pick him up. F five. Oh, cutter DDT. Oh, tope suicido. Oh, two count. Let me, let me, I got, I got to ask you this. Okay. I just can't help myself. I, I went to Google and I <laughs> typed in, is it legal in Georgia? And then it gives me suggestions. Do you want to hear the suggestions? Yeah. Is it legal in Georgia to record a conversation? Is it legal in Georgia to ride in the back of a truck? <laughs> is weed legal in Georgia? Is hemp legal in Georgia? Is THC legal in Georgia? Is weed legal in Georgia, USA? Is it legal to gamble in Georgia? You guys are some fucking degenerates. Now let's see what it is for Alabama. Legal to marry your sister. Marry dude, your dude, dude, dude. Here you go. You ready? Yeah. Is it legal in Alabama to record a conversation? <laughs> Is it legal in Alabama to marry your cousin? Is it legal in Alabama to marry your sister? Is it legal to gamble in Alabama? Is DraftKings legal in Alabama? Is FanDuel legal in Alabama? Is Bovada legal in Alabama? Is Moonshine legal in Alabama? Is weed legal in Alabama? So here's the deal. You got a bunch of dope fiends over in Georgia, and we got a bunch of drinking, gambling cousin fuckers over here. That about sums it up, wouldn't you think? <laughs> Is it legal in Texas to ride in the bed of a truck? Is it legal in Texas to carry a sword? Is it legal in Texas to carry a gun? Is it legal in Texas to carry a knife? Is it legal in Texas to not pay overtime? Is it legal in Texas to carry brass knuckles? Is it legal in Texas to carry a gun without a license? Is it legal in Texas to ride in the back of a truck? Is it legal in Texas to record a conversation? That's the 10th one. Is it legal in Texas to carry a taser? What, what is going on in Texas? They want to fuck you up is what they want to do. Dude, that is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? Oh my God. The first suggestion for California. Do you want to guess what it is? Uh, is it legal to, uh, be a Republican? I mean, most of the time, as you've heard, it's record a conversation. Here it is. Number one, is it legal in California to have a pet monkey <laughs> and then carry a knife, grow hemp, record a conversation, shoot an intruder, motorcycles to split lanes. Uh, it's hilarious. Uh, what a world we live in. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking world. We live oh my in. gosh. All right. Here's our extreme replay. Conrad, you ready? I'm right. I'm ready. All right. Super crazy. 
to Jerry. Okay, is this all this is? That's the pile driver. That's the finish. That's what Jerry Lynn used to knock these motherfuckers down with. Yeah. What do you think of that pile driver finish? Yeah, I like it. There he is, New Jack himself. And that's the angel of DeBaldi's. How about the staple gun was ahead of its time here 20 years ago? Yeah, I think I'm way behind you on mine. But I'll catch up eventually. Now I just saw New Jack get in the ring. So I'm way behind you here. Well, give us a goddamn time code and I'll get where you are. Okay, I'm at uh, 4514. You're way ahead of me. Now they're just, uh, they're dogpiling New Jack. And Joey's just saying, oh my God. And big old fat ass guy's holding. And now we get every, of course, now there's nobody left. We've got to ask fans to come in. And now they go back to this. That wasn't fans. That was C.W. Anderson. Okay. Now we got all these guys standing in the ring and they're getting in. Big the, Vito's. The guy on the in. far right is PN News. Okay. Are you serious? That's PN News? That's yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Oh my God. The guy on the far right uh, on the corner here that's big Vito. he's a podcaster of vince russo yeah only one left the guy on the left is tony devito he listens to our show shout out to tony all right thanks tony and who's the guy on the far side that's uh the spanish angel the spanish angel yeah he's googling somewhere is it legal in new jersey to marry your sibling by the way that is literally the first suggestion in in jersey yeah it's- all right. There's nobody else left in the, in the dressing room to come out. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Axel fucking rotten. And balls. Mahoney. Mahoney is Mahoney, not Mahoney. I know what it is. Okay. Well, we're just going to pronounce shit fucked up the rest of the day. Well, you know, that's part of our charm. Boy, you're an unover motherfucker. Like restaurant. By the way, library. you, you going to sit there and no sell. This past week, I, uh, had the great pleasure of being in Charleston, West Virginia for the last time in my life. And, um, as we're waiting on the show to get going, I'm sitting in the back with, uh, you and Dave Silva and Jim Ross and a debate breaks out or a discussion breaks out. And of course, Jim Ross is holding court as only Jim can. And he described someone as an unover motherfucker. And I've never seen you laugh with your shoulders more. Your shoulders were hysterically laughing. Well, he can get me going and he knows that. And, and I told him I, and this is a shoot guys. I told him this. I I'm sometimes I don't say much during matches. It's because I'm listening to him and I'm enjoying what he is saying and how he's doing it. I'm kind of, I don't know, being a fan, marking out for listening to Jim call the matches. And I'm, all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh, I need to say something or there's no reason for me to be here, but he is. And listen, I, I listened to the, uh, I listened to the podcast when he had his flight delay and his baggage was lost. Wow. Nobody like him, man. And we were having some fun in the back. Dude, he is just another level. Yes, he is. I don't know when this switch flipped, 
but I'm glad it did. And here he comes. New Jack, wow. one of my favorite performers to watch in ECW, maybe one of the most controversial men in the history of professional wrestling. And why do you say that? He's got a fucking vacuum cleaner. Why do I say he's controversial? <laughs> yeah. But because of the shit he did in the ring, or is there something else that maybe you've brought up this story before and I don't remember it, something else that he has done that made him controversial outside of the ring or maybe has a rap sheet. I don't know. What is it? He has no knuckles in his hands and that's from quote, beating a bitch in the eye. Oh, uh, that's he, he's got a bunch of bullet tattoos and that's for all the justifiable homicides he has as a bounty hunter. He also, uh, tries to pull a guy off of uh, a scaffold and that guy falls on his head. He goes deaf and, uh, he has a rematch with that man in a scaffold match. And then he throws the guy off the scaffold and he's trying not to let him land on the tables to break the fall, but instead land on a ring post and murder him. And he admits that freely. And then he cut a 17 year old from, uh, ear to ear. Um, okay. and he, uh, bled buckets and they, yeah, had lots I'm, of lawsuits about that. And then there was the time he beat up gypsy Joe for real with an actual baseball bat in front of a crowd in the middle of a match, because I guess that wasn't going his way. And then he wrestled another guy and that guy gave him a shoot punch. And that was enough for new Jack to reach in his pants and pull out a Freddy Krueger blade and stab him 17 times in the middle oh. of the match. Uh, he also had a relationship with your great close personal friend, Terry Runnels. Yes. Where he said that she get, gave him a lot of STDs and then he released horrific pictures and videos of her, including where he convinced her to blade herself. Um, I mean, there's probably more. Should I keep going or is that? No, no, you've, you've, uh, you've done more than enough. Do you think, is he, uh, incarcerated anywhere? Oh no, no, no. I mean, all, all of her is he's a great guy. Sounds like it. I'll tell you this. He is the, one of the old Kings of the shoot interview. Yeah. Just really next level. And he's in, he's like in your old stomping guys. He's in Greensboro. Oh, well, there you go. He, um, he used to like, um, okay. try other things. One of the things he did was like a, a brief little hip hop stint. And his way of promoting his, his album was to say, buy the CD or I'll stab your motherfucking ass. I pretty much get it about him. What do you mean? Uh, enough said as the, the late Stan Lee would have said. Um, what do you think about all these bald motherfuckers that look the same? Their name is the Baldies. Okay. That's their team name. They couldn't have a lot of hair with a team named like the Baldies. I get it. Okay. I get it. I just, they all kind of look the same. There's no uniqueness about them. There's a, a big spot in this. I think you're going to like, okay. Was that it right there? No, you'll know it when you say you don't have to ask. All right. By the way, see those ECW letters in the background. Yeah. You got those. Yep. They're in the warehouse trying to trade them to WWE. I still got a WCW thing for you. No, you don't. You've also got a six man tag. Well, I'm never going to see any of this stuff. That's what you do. See, when I say I'm going to do something to Tony Schiavone, that happens. When Tony Schiavone says he's going to do something for me, 
Go fuck yourself. You're awfully bitter today, and I don't I don't get it. I, maybe it's because we're watching ECW, or have you just taped a segment of Grilling JR, and he's got you all surly as well? I, I don't know. What did I say that wasn't true, Anthony? Hey, how's, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, how's Eric doing? Okay. He's great. Well, he's got food poisoning, but he's great. Oh, good. Good for him. He discovered food delivery services. You know, they didn't have that in Wyoming. He had to cook his own food. There were no restaurants or bars. Right. So, uh, by the way, notice what's happening here. Are you seeing what's happening here? Yes, I am. Describe what you're seeing. He's walking up a ladder. Who's he? Who, who? Okay. And, and what, what do you think is behind that? November to remember banner. Uh, I don't know what's behind it, but it, it uh, rhymes with a basketball goal. Oh, it's a basketball goal. And You're, he is going to go on top of the basketball goal, which obviously is 10 feet. Fuck. Oh, motherfucker. Let me ask you this question about new Jack in his advanced age now, which obviously it's 30 years ago, 20, right? but whatever, 20 years ago, whatever. Is he all banged up? I mean, he's got to be. He's got to oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to be to the point to where may, he maybe can't get around. Does anybody reach out to him? Does anybody know what? I mean, we, you know he lives in Greensboro. Yeah, he pops up every now and again. Yeah. He, you know, instead of meeting greets, he's got like stabbing eats. I would think that I would think that would be right. Yeah, I thought about booking him for a star cast for an eat and greet, and then I was like, we can't let him near the cutlery. No. No, you're right. It's funny because I was uh, at one of the ECW arena shows I was at. He stabbed a motherfucker with a fork, and the fork was wrapped up with tape. And But you could see the fork at the end, but like the handle was wrapped with tape, and it fell right in front of my seat, me and my buddy, and it's soaked in blood now, the red tape. I mean, the white tape is now red from blood and he's like, oh man, you want that? And I was like, no, that's all yours, buddy. That's an ultimate new Jack collectible. I'm like, right, well, you, you can have it. Did you know that when you do that, when you stab somebody in the head with a, a fork like that, they take a flat back. I need you to try that at dinner tonight with Matt or Chris. Um, no, I'm going to ask Staple gun spot. This must've been the initiation to be on Russo's podcast network. Bam. Staple in the head. Yeah. All right. Fuck. That's a new Jack original. He would put a little baby powder inside the guitar. So it made a big puff. I thought that was really a nice touch. That was pretty innovative. And I, I, I think it's kind of what everybody did after that. Right. I think he may have been the first guy to do it though. Right. I'm, I'm saying he kind of set the standard after that. Everybody said, Hey, yeah, that works. So we'll do it. Do you think he used to just put baby powder on his nuts? Do you think new Jack was like a look? Cause we know he's handy with a razor. Yeah. Do you think he was like just a low key manscape? I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm afraid to uh, comment about him. Oh, you think he's going to come stab you or whatever? You never know. You've told me some crazy shit that he's done. As we take a look at him off the top. I love the uh, way they used to shoot these where it was like at an angle, sort of like 1960s Batman. Right. Make it look askew as excuse. All right. I, I want to say something here. 
Right, before you do, who would have thought out of this ring, New Jack, Balls Mahoney, and Axel, that New Jack will be the last one to survive? I know. My God. Well, one thing you can say, if you, you're known to cut somebody, the people stay away from you. By the way, that match got uh, one star. Yeah. Uh, Meltzer would say, um, he also smashed a vacuum cleaner on angels groin, allowing Joey styles to say how that sucks. The match was built for one spot where new Jack would come off the top of a basketball backboard onto angel through a table. It was probably a 12 foot drop to the table, exaggerated to 20 on the broadcast. They got in the ring and new Jack stapled Lagrasso, but angel hit him from behind with a guitar and pinned him. Angel looks to have some charisma. One star. I agree with that one star. Let me tell you why it was just too much. I think there's a, I think there is a, and I don't know what that line is that you cross over where it's just like, it's like too much. And I, and I think that was it to the point to where the fucking match didn't mean anything. We're just, okay. He jumped off the top of a basketball goal, 15 feet in the air or 20. And what do you do after that? Really? A guitar shot to the head wins it. I just think it was too much to me. It got fucking crazy. Make any sense to you? Sure. Why'd you say it like that? I I think it's, I think it's a valid point. Okay. I know you better than that. You guys have had the most ridiculous hardcore matches ever in AEW in the last, you know. Yeah, but months. we didn't. Come on. We didn't do that. You had Joey Janela barefoot walking around thumbtacks. You put a guy through a glass coffee table. Just two weeks ago, just two weeks ago, you had Jimmy Havoc take a power bomb on two folding chairs sideways. Mm-hmm. That was some good shit, wasn't it? That was way worse than. Oh no, it was not. It was just, it was too much. This match was just out of control to the point to where, okay, here's the point. Too many people. Boy, too many people. Just, just say, I can't say anything negative about AEW, but I don't like this. So I'll sh- but hang on. Here comes. If we got to put over Francine, we got to put over my baby. Here she comes. Yes, sir. Man. By the way, you would have loved Chris Candido. He's no longer with us. He died from a bullshit blood clot, but he was way too young. And right here, you know, Sonny is definitely, uh, not at her, not at the peak of where she was. She's in the thralls of addiction here, but she's still roll tide. I met Chris. They work for us. Sonny and Chris. Yeah. Did. But I mean, you would have liked his work outside of WCW. Right. I know you love blondes and buddy. She is blonde and beautiful. By the way, as she was getting in the ring, they zoomed up her butthole there. And immediately Joey said, you can see a high definition photo of that, a digital photo of that at ECWWrestling.com right now. Whoa. I love that. They're just so shameless about, Hey, go check out this girl's butthole. ECWWrestling.com. I bet you that got plenty of clicks. Oh, I was on it already. I can tell you. How, how did it look? Just like another butthole, right? <laughs> What, what is it? What is it about humans where, 
you know, we're like, oh, I, I need to see that. It's going to look pretty much the same, buddy. You've seen it. It's amazing. But like, you know, even you, you're like, oh, I wonder what her boobs look like. It's like, well, I mean, you can use your imagination. You've probably seen your fair share. That's right. It's going to look similar to some you've seen before. But for some reason, our stupid human brains can't wrap our head around it. We're like, no, but we haven't seen this one. Right. So dumb. Speaking of dumb, wow! here comes Sabu and Bill Alfonso. I'm not saying either one of these guys are dumb, but they are going to do some dumb shit in this match, man. Sabu was so far ahead of his time with some of the crazy risks he was taking. You know, the stuff he was doing back then seemed like nobody would ever do it. And now it's just like a random weekly occurrence. Way, way ahead of his time though. And then the violence, as you see from his body. Yes. Just covered in scars. The epitome of ECW, an ECW original through and through. Give me an update on what he's doing now. He's still wrestling, making appearances. Are you serious? Yeah, he was not a guy. He was a lot like uh, a Terry Funk type character where he never had an extended run with one of the major companies. He just sort of floated in and out here and there, but those were never, you know, big money opportunities. Whenever a big money opportunity came along, it was short lived. He, he never had like the, you know, the $600,000 years. And these days that's not a big year, but in those days that would have been considered a very big year. And he never got anywhere close to that. And it's probably a shame when you think about it, because see, there was so much innovation from him and he's still having to, you know, get out there and hack it every week. Wow. Well, he worked for us for just a short period of time. Yeah. But you guys were probably paying him based on like, you know, 75 or one and a quarter or something like that. Right. Yeah. I'm sure we weren't paying him much. What what I'm saying here is that, uh, he was, when I I remember hearing about him and all the, of course I didn't watch it, but I remember hearing about all the crazy stuff that he did. And I remember when he came aboard with us, I remember thinking, well, we're not gonna let him do the stuff that's made him a household name. So. What the hell? And I think that was the thing is, is he would rather go be him. And I think that's what he had in common with like a Terry funk. He would rather be an outlaw instead of, I know I could conform to your way and do it your way and make more money, but I don't want to, cause that's not what I do. What I enjoy doing is this, and that's not what you enjoy doing or, or want me to do. So I'm going to go do what I want to do. Even if it means I make less money. And I think, you know, I have so much respect for that because that's not the common play, not just in wrestling, but just in business. But it is unfortunate now that he's, uh, you know, maybe not recognized as much as he should and certainly not, you know, financially set the way he should be. Right. Because as we can see from when he was walking in the ring and as we have seen through the years and his matches, he gave his body to the sport. Oh my gosh. Like few before him. Yeah. So tell us about this match. What, uh, this match has the potential to have uh, a lot of stars in it. Yeah, you're exactly right. Three stars. They're going to get a lot of time too. 17 minutes and 42 seconds. Um, before the match, what you saw in the promo was Bill Alfonso doing an out of character promo with a somber Sabu where they dedicated the match to a friend named Tico who had just died. 
Apparently the friend died two weeks back, but Sabu was dedicating the match to him. Um, Meltzer would say it was really sad because both guys took all the risks at all their spots and while the match had weaknesses, they worked hard enough to deserve a lot better response than they got. Fans just weren't into it. He would also say Tammy Sitch, who looks like she's a late thirties housewife who had just woken up and was wearing her daughter's tube top, tried to get the crowd into the match. And they responded by chanting, show your tits as the two wrestlers in front of them were risking their bodies by trying to entertain the same fans. Sabu put on a camel clutch and Candido sold it like it was a T submission into a rope break spot, but nobody in the crowd cared. In fact, at that moment, they were still chanting, show your tits at Sitch. It's unfortunate that, you know, Sonny is, was a good manager, especially when you look at her WWF work, she got the heat for her team. You know, she was a brat. She did good character work, but this ECW crowd, you know, they want to see girls and thongs and they want to see boobs and they want to see blood and they want to see broken tables and violence. And when Sonny comes out, she serves instead of adding to the match, she serves as a distraction through no sure. fault of her own. Yeah. There's another, uh, adage, or there's another part to this too, that I think we need to consider if, if yeah, they wanted to show her boobs and this, uh, match is not getting the response it should. I think it would be hard to follow a guy jumping off of a basketball goal. No, I'm not arguing that, but in fairness, I think after the basketball thing, we should have had one of the other matches, like the matches we saw up front. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like if little Guido and Nova was right here, that would have been fine. Yeah. I agree with that. Positioning. I it's, it, it's amazing. And I, I don't know if fans, I'm sure many fans do think about this, but when putting a show together and, you know, I'm not really involved in putting a dynamite together, but I am a W dark. You have to look at what you have and consider the order. For instance, that Joey Janela match with, um, at hardcore match that he had, I, I, you had to put that on last the Joey Janela match with, with Moxley or Kenny Omega with Omega. You had to put that on last because that had to be the end of your show. Hey, but, by the uh, way, did you get into, did you see all the Twitter beef this weekend? No. What Twitter beef, man, people were fired up this weekend. Well, what were they fired up about? Well, uh, Jim Cornette and Matt Coon got into it. Oh boy. And then Brian last Jim Cornette's co-host got yeah. into it with, uh, Joey Janela, man, just everybody's mad at everybody. And then, uh, there was like a Joey Janela pop off with. Uh, the revival from WWE and Cody was like, Hey, shut up. Everybody get along. Cody's right. Yeah, I was, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be worse. We could be stranded in Saudi Arabia. What, I've heard about that too. What, what I'm curious because you're disconnected from wrestling. Unless Cody tells you, you don't know what's going on anywhere. Um, in other words, I just don't read the dirt sheets. Well, just, you were in the booth calling Georgia, Florida, and you didn't know what's what I, somebody said, I heard, here's what I heard. And I think it was my, uh, I, you met him once before Adam Gillespie. You met him in, yeah, yeah. uh, Adam said, did you hear they got stuck in, uh, Saudi Arabia? And I went, no, I didn't. I've got a football game. So what's the upshot of that? What happened? Well, Sabu was over there. And he, uh, did an Arabian face buster on the plane 
So the plane had a lot of mechanical. This is it right here. Now he's setting it up. The triple jump moonsault. By the way, that's big time right there. Yeah, it is. That's way ahead of its time. Anyway, no, Sabu took a, uh, a chair like a lot like that one and did a leg drop on it onto the plane. That plane was out of commission for 24 hours. Right. But the result was, uh, SmackDown had its best show ever or in a while, no, maybe not ever, but in a while. And it was because Bruce Pritchard was forced to make some chicken salad. Uh, I have no idea where you're going with this. What do you mean? All right. Sabu chicken salad, Bruce Pritchard. Okay. Smackdown. What, Smack- what the fuck? I'm talking about a plane stuck in Saudi Arabia. Yes. We're filled with wrestlers who were supposed to be back in time to go to SmackDown on Fox in Buffalo. And, and they bu- didn't. And they didn't. So they had seven wrestlers to fill two hours with. And Bruce did a yeoman's job of putting it together. Yeah. He beat it like a government mule. There you go. And Meltzer, Meltzer, of course, gave no credit to Bruce and said, no, it was all triple H and and Vince. Really? Yeah. Uh, The fact that Bruce was there the entire time in Buffalo, um, I mean, he didn't go to Saudi Arabia. He went, you know, straight to Buffalo days beforehand that had, I mean, he was there probably just doing nothing, just hanging out and catering, waiting, looking for Eric Bischoff. He did nothing. Uh, that's unfortunate that, uh, he didn't get the credit. Well, but what, you know, what does it fucking matter if Meltzer no, here's gets- the thing? He never asked me. He never said he wrote the show. I'm just, he's the fucking SmackDown creative director and he's there. And I, I haven't asked him, Hey, what'd you write of this? And whose input was that? It's his fucking job. Yeah. And he was there and nobody else was, and the show was good. So when it's bad, it's, I just want to clarify when the show's bad, it's Bruce's fault, but when it's good, it's Bruce had nothing to do with it. Got it. That's terrible. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't have it both ways. Either he's powerless and he does nothing. So the sh- when the show's bad, it ain't his fault or he does have some influence. And when the show's bad, it's his fault. But that also means when the show's good, it's his fault. Fuck. You can't have it both ways. Just pick one. And I'm good either way. I don't care. He's getting paid either same. You know, that's the old, uh, some days they love me. Some days they hate me. Both days I get paid. Yeah. Well, either way though, there's lots of rumor and innuendo about the fallout from that plane situation. Okay. And so, man, this is great. This is great. I, you know, I, and here's why I don't subscribe to all the wrestling, uh, websites and everything. Cause I get all my information from you. Well, first of all, cause you're cheap. I've never seen you pick up a tab in your life. Okay. Have you? Not when you're around. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm intrigued here. So tell me about the rumor innuendo and fallout from all of this. What's going on? It's good shit. Well, you'll have to. Hey, go, okay. Suck has got to know. Come on. That's a shirt at loisrules.com. Suck has got to know about Saudi Arabia. By the way, those uh, shirts no, over at LoisRules.com, have you seen the new hot one just in time for Thanksgiving? Don't ignore me, motherfucker. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Are you going to acknowledge the brand new shirt? 
Yes, I am. That I got, that I got over to the point that it will be in your home and every home in America in time for Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I think I do need to, because I, I uh, showed it to some of my friends at the Georgia, Florida game Yeah, and everybody just fucking laughed their ass off. It's the hand Turkey Dick shirt. It's finally here. And, uh, what you'll see is a sketch of a Turkey and his uh, body and his long neck and his bulbous head. And he's got a little Abraham Lincoln hat on. See, you see his little gobbler and you see his little feet. And then you see the fingers at the top for the hand Turkey Dick. And it says, look, ma in crayon, no hands. You got to see this. Go to lowestrules.com. It'll be pinned to the top right next to the hard foundation. That's H A R D foundation and Reese's PCs, peanut butter candy for morons, the Luchador era. And you can sort of get a glimpse of what those condoms are going to look like in Q1. I do want to clarify when we roll out these condoms, these will not just be uh, Luchador masks on the package. We are actually working with a supplier to get the Luchador masks on the tip of the condom. So your head will have a mask on it as it should. And uh, we even freestyled this idea to Jr. And I said, we should have a Jr. version where we put a little black hat on the top. And he suggested that the further we roll the condoms down, you would see more of his sayings like slobber knocker, beating it like a government mule. Somebody stopped the damn match. That man has a family. You got to see, you got to see these shirts, lowestrules.com, including the goddamn Candyman. get that bitch, a dilly bar, bat winging. Hire Mance Warner, someone to tussle with Tony freaking Shivani, Cooter Palooza, Blumpkin Mania, Tony Reed's rap without question, shy shitter, kayfabe, the HJ. So many good options. Go check it out. Lowestrules.com. And don't forget when you pick up a shirt at Lowestrules.com, eventually you get a shirt. Yeah, I am. I am so behind on my calls and I apologize for that. I just, do you know how, you know what my week is like? You know what we need to do one day, but when you come over to the Conradison, we'll just take the whole day and we'll just call, uh, everybody who ordered a shirt on speakerphone. That would be great. Just one after another, just make a whole day of it and we'll stream it on Patreon. That would be great. Anyway, check it out. Lowestrules.com. Make a great stocking stuffer for the wrestling fan in your life. This Christmas. So now back to the story of the rumor innuendo. What's going on with the, with the plane? Dude, I don't know. I don't care. I'm here. Oh, Jesus mother. Now here's God. the deal. I sent one text, sent it to uh, pop pop. And I said, are you okay? And, yeah. I, got, and I got no response. And then like 12 hours later and I got just landed in Tampa. Ah, huh. look, so you're good. I think thumbs up. Okay, cool. All right. So that's what we know, but what are they talking about? I don't know. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, son at, of a bitch. Look at Tammy over there. Woo. Man. Can we, can we do like a, no, for our, for our Patreon get together. I know we're going to have another low key, big hog get together coming up soon. Can we do one ar- around the time that Sonny is available? 
Cause I would love for her to be one of our special guests and us get to know her a little better. Get to know her a little better. Yeah. All right. I'm not so sure what that means. Well, hang on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you or do you not have conversation with Francine on a semi-regular basis? Uh, yes. Well, why can't I do that with Tammy? Well, why does that have to be weird? But because she's in prison right now. Yeah. But when she's out, she, when is that going to be? I don't know. Maybe we should be, can we be pen pals with her here on the show? I think we should. Dude, I'm in. I, I and I'm serious about this. We, we, we bullshit a lot because listen, she, I, I, she meant, she really did mean a lot to wrestling. She was a big absolutely, star. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm being very genuine when I'm saying we should book her when she gets out, she's going to need to have some opportunities. Of I'm, course in. She I'm in like, let's, well, let's, let's make her a part of the show, dude. For real. What I'm saying is you and I should reach out to her now deal and find out where she is. You probably know already and say, you know what? Let's go visit her. And let's start uh, writing to her because I'm sure that people in prison do not get the email. I'm sure it's got to be pen and paper, or maybe they do. I don't know. And say, you know what, Tammy? We uh, we think about you. We thought you were beautiful, voluptuous, sexy, uh, and we know you've had uh, a pretty rough life. And we're just we're kind of uh, with you. You want to do that? I'm for it, especially if you'll send it. I'll send it, but I think we ought to start with the visit. Well, I mean, I think we probably ought to introduce ourselves. I mean, if you just go show up and you're like, she hey, knows, she knows who I am. Exactly. That's my point. But if, if you just randomly show up and it's like Tony Shivani's here to see you, she's going to be like, what? All right. So I need to write a letter right first. Yes. Say Conrad and I would like to come visit you. Well, why don't we just start with you? I mean, cause she doesn't know who I am. She knows who you are. Well, she, I don't, you know, she might, do they, are they allowed to listen to podcasts in prison? I don't know, buddy. Do they, do they get social media in prison? I don't know, buddy. I don't have a lot of prison experience, <laughs> Okay. but I mean, Look, listen, it, I know you do. You were arrested years ago <laughs> for imitating a wrestling commentator. And then of course there's monkey sex. Don't forget that. That's definitely illegal in Georgia. I looked that up. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know that you could really hang with, with Sonny. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think you're a one ten and she's a two twenty. Yeah. I don't think your plug will fit. My plug will fit. Yeah. Oh, that might not be compatible. You think she fussed a lot? I bet she was a fusser. Uh, when? You know, here in 1999. Uh, I don't know. So are you, I don't feel like you're like happy enough about this hand turkey dick shirt that I, I made into reality. I don't know. What's wrong with you? Hang on. I'm, I'm having computer problems.
Well, you see, uh, are you rolling on your end too? coming in? Oh, wait a minute. He's got her double underhooked here. Tony It's like a front face lock, but <gasps> don't you put her on that table. All right. Like, I'm with you. I'm like, with you. Oh, and he goes right through it as usual. Sonny put Chris Candido in a bad spot. One, two. Oh, he kicked out. How about it? I haven't seen this one in a while. All right. I'm with you. Hello. I, I was here the whole time. I was here the whole time. All right. Fuck. Using the chair on a leg drop. What the fuck? That's the, that's what I told you. Put that fucking plane in Saudi Arabia down for the count, man. The Arabian face buster. Nobody gets up from that shit. 747 be damned. If it'll, if it'll ground a plane for 24 hours, it'll tap Candido out. Wow. Pretty fucking cool. Dude. I love DCW and matches like that were part of why, but the next match. That's it. Mike. Awesome. Masato Tanaka are going to go 12 and a half minutes. Four and a quarter stars, four and a quarter son. That's for the ECW world heavyweight championship. But before we get there, I think we've got a little skit backstage that you may enjoy. You might want to do uh, one of your silly voiceovers for it. All right. Uh, here we go. Well, wait a minute. First of all, he's pointing up. See, all the baseball players followed him. So he's, he's pointed up. And all the baseball players do now when they cross home plate. It, <laughs> oh, I ran all the way from Japan. And I say, Honda, would you ha? motherfucker. Oh, comrade. I'm saying. Make fun of the way I talk. I put that strap on me. All right, here I am, one of the biggest suck-ups ever. My name is the Judge Jeff Jones. Do you realize how fat I am in real life right now? I'm one of the fattest motherfuckers ever. And I've aged not quite well. I'm standing here with Mike Awesome. Mike, you broke the neck of a fucking clown. Throwing him off a goddamn bus. In WCW, that probably hasn't happened yet, but we want to talk about your role here in ECW. I I know you think I got a microphone in my hand, but I don't. I've got a gavel because I'm the judge. What a fucking stupid gimmick that was. What a stupid motherfucker I am. However, I work for ECW. Ah, Conrad Thompson, take a look at me. I'm Mike, and I'm awesome. Get the bomb. Yeah, that's right. I work in social media. I'm a big pain in the ass backstage to Tony Schiavone. Can I get you to wear one of those uh, jewels like Doc House has on his forehead and your belly button? Like Uncle Phil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can. I think that'd be great.
what do you think of uh joey styles work did you ever watch a show where you actually heard his commentary or not not yet no, never did i never but then again you know afterwards uh when we started uh, following the shows here i started uh following his work so yeah Have you been getting my Texas? Uh, yeah, I got your Texas. Everything cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Okay. I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm used to you know, doing what I do, saving the shit. And thank you. I just, that's what I do. I bring smile, I put smiles on people's faces. Tony Shivani. Can I be very honest? Yes. I wish you would. I have full disclosure here. I fucking love you. <laughs> I love you too, kind sir. Uh, Jesus Christ, my life. What would have been without you? Uh, but you're mean to me on this show. Well, no, no, I'm not mean to you. You're mean to me on the show. That's not true. Wait, so check this out. All right. See the implication? That's Francine with them bangs. There's jazz with them bangs. I'm not looking at bangs. Looking at booty. I'd like to bang. Are you okay? I'm as a, as a fucking shoot. All right. So there you see it's Lou E dangerously. It's not Paul E dangerously, but he looks just like him. Does he not? Yeah, he does. He's a little bit about the size of Paul E right now. Um, Fr Francine just does a lot for me. There's Ronnie, 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 the fucking man, buddy. Dude, Ronnie is the man. Here he comes. Masato Tanaka, my friends. Look at that. Look at that peck on the right there. His left peck. My God. Hey, you got a little scratch or whatever. Yeah, I got a lot of scratch. Look at his forehead. A lot of gigging going on there. He's from FMW, or as you call it on the shirt at LoisRules.com. Fuck me wrestling. Fuck me wrestling. By the way, now it feels as good a time as any to remind you that some of your favorite ECW stars, including Raven and Sandman and Taz, are going to be at StarCast 4 in Baltimore this weekend. And if you use promo code TONY, T-O-N-Y, you get half off on your meet and greets at starcast.com. And if you can't make it down, if you pre-order at starcastonfight.com, before we get things kicked off on Friday on fight, you'll get starcast one, two, and three included. So it's something silly, like a hundred hours of content or something insane like that. How about that? How about that? You motherfucker. I mean, I give Jeff Jones shit, but he's a, he's done quite well for himself. Oh yeah. Without question. Cause he's smart and he works hard and, but I just love to give him shit as you do. I'm not as vicious as giving people shit as you are. Did you say vicious? I, vicious. Well, how, how am I vicious? Exactly? Oh, please. It's, what, what, did I, what did I do? Okay. Oh, you accuse me of having sex with animals. That's vicious. No, that's not what happened at all. 
You said I fuck monkeys on the couch. I did not. I did not. What well, was something similar to that? I did not listen. Uh, bad money slam. Would you rewind it and listen to it for us and send me a note when I said monkey sex on the couch? Why are, you, why are you saying bad money slam rewind it? What, what is this? Well, he's my, he checks things out for me. He makes sure that everything I say is, is on the up and up. Wait, are you being serious? No. I was going to say, if you have enlisted the help of bad money slam, I'm never speaking to you again. <laughs> By the way, if you're a listener to this show, uh, bad money slam will in fact be at Starcast four in Baltimore. I know you're really excited about that. Yeah, I am. I am. I, I do know that Matt Shivani told me that bad money slam is a real go-to guy at Starcast. Oh, he's great. Helping, man. Yeah. As far as helping out. And everything. He's very, very, very reliable. He's a, yeah. he's a go-to guy for us. Yeah. All of our guys are, I mean, you know, Paul Bromwell helps us out and I, Sean Jones, my God, all that he does for us. And I, I know I'm going to miss somebody and I'm sorry, but well, no, you're not even fucking really coming to Starcast this year. Yeah. I'm just coming for my birthday. Yeah. You, uh, you were like, ah, buddy, I got, we got Missouri this week. I don't know that I can do it. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. And then, and no, 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 let's tell the truth. And then you were like. Wait a minute. You're going to do a birthday party for me. Okay. I'll come. That's what happened. You want me to do a Taylor Williamson and no show. Oh, I like that. Now I like when you get the heat on Taylor motherfucker, get the heat on Taylor. I, I saw that Taylor was going to show up star cash, right? Yeah. And I, for, I immediately, I sent him a text. I said, are you going to really show this time? And then his text back was Tony. That's hurtful. And my text back was fucking good. Wow. You're just being kind of rude to him. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, uh, maybe it's because of my years in WCW and my years of Jim Crockett promotions and my years early in wrestling, but I hate fucking no shows as has been well documented on this, on this. My thing is if you are booked Unless you're fucking dead, you motherfucking show. That's what I say. Are you watching this badass match right now? Yes, I am. This is one of my favorite matches in ECW history. Not necessarily just this one in particular, but anytime Masato Tanaka wrestled Mike Awesome, it was my fave. And both of these guys are FMW talent that are here working for ECW. So really, I guess it's more of an FMW match inside an ECW, um, show, but it's, it's hard hitting real. And now we realize unnecessary. You're going to see lots of head trauma in these matches that if they had it to do over again, I wish they wouldn't, but yeah. as a kid seeing it for the first time, paying no mind to the consequences. Much like the performers weren't. And in fairness, none of us knew. And yes, we should have known, but we didn't, you know, when I was playing football growing up, I mean, it was just, oh, he got his bell rung. Let him go sit out of play and he'll be fine. No, he has a concussion. It's for real. And it's an unfortunate part of not only pro, 
not only pro wrestling, but obviously pro football and any type of combat sports or sports that have collisions and physical. More than that, though, I didn't know we would take this a turn, but I, I'm concerned about a lot of the kids today. I've talked to Darby Allen. I've talked to Jimmy Havoc and Joey Janela, Kenny Omega, uh, the Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, Private Party. These guys take risk all the time, Conrad and, and John Moxley, and you can't always predict well, I'll land this way. You just don't know. And I just, you know, I, I know you're, you're talking about, you know, CTE and concussions and everything, but there's, gosh, just what is the longevity of these guys? I mean, take a look at, take a look at how some guys limp around now, like Mick Foley, who was the, you know, very much innovator of some crazy shit. Yeah, he could barely get around and, I, I know the secret to life. And that's doing a podcast for me. Yeah. That's, that's really tr- the secret of life is this. It goes by quickly. One day you're bumping in the ring and it's 2019 and you blink and you wake up and it's 30 years later and you can't walk or you need a walk or you need a wheelchair and God bless them entertaining us. God bless every one of them. But it just, at my age, I, I listen, I never did take one bump, but fuck, I have pain all the time. I cannot imagine what these motherfuckers have gone through and are going to go through and look at this. Oh my God. Fuck. You didn't fucking sell it. Jesus Christ. It's some hardcore shit here, isn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah. Jesus Christ just hit me. I mean, these guys, dude. They tore it up, man. Now, uh, when Awesome died, was it uh, CTE related? He hung himself. Uh, Could have been. I say that could have been because, well, hmm. did he leave a note or anything like that? Did he was, did he have CTE? Wait, how are you expressing more concern for Mike awesome suicide than my uncle's right now? I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I know you're trying to, I know you're trying to get me to go there. I'm not going to go there anyway. Back to what I was saying before I got into this match, which is pretty fucking phenomenal. He did it in 07, by the way. He was only 42 years old. Oh, fuck. Here's the deal. When you're booked, you fucking show unless you're fucking dead. And you're, Again, fu- and you're fussing uh, about Taylor Williamson right now. Yeah. Well, we got one of the great, great matches in ECW history, and you're talking about the, right. the second most talented person in America mm. from years ago. Then that means there was no talent in America years ago. Oh, here's the deal. Please if tell I me. go to the air, if I go to the airport Thursday morning, I'm driving back from Charlotte after dynamite 
and I got an 8.30 flight that morning from Atlanta to Baltimore. If I get there and they say, Mr. Shivani, the flight has been canceled and there's no flights to Baltimore the rest of the day. I'll get in the fucking car and I'll fucking drive to get there. I will. Or I'll rent a fucking airplane to take me fucking there. Because when you're fucking booked, you fucking show unless you're fucking dead. That could be a shirt too. You're firing up. I am. I really, I, I, I just, I just, I'm not good with no shows. And the reason I'm not is because I, I have seen what no shows have done to the business. People pay their hard earned money to see someone. Oh, and they can't make it. Fuck you. You can make it. So any, oh my God. What'd you think about the, uh, since you guys took over the, uh, Jaguar stadium to see Georgia yep. beat up Florida. Yay. This past weekend, the, uh, Jags played the Texans in London. what do you think of that? Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Although they did play Wembley stadium, which is not the new big stadium there. Um, uh, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. I, uh, what the flying fuck. Well, Mike took most of that on his butt, but, uh, fans fucking love it. Didn't they look at him? Oh my God. How many, oh my, oh my gods did he throw out a broadcast? Um, I like, uh, I like everything about the Jaguars. I'm not so sure. Oh, uh, who, who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to a friend of mine who works for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Of course, the Carolina Panthers were there like the week before the Jaguars were. Yeah. You know, there's, there's rumor and any window that they're going to move a team to London in the NFL. Yeah. My friend seems to think that's not the case. The rumor, look at the bruise on awesome's uh, right butt cheek. Yeah. The rumor innuendo was that uh, the Khan family liked that idea too. Yeah, I know that's, no, that's, that's true. Football club is they they've got a football team over there and they're doing just fine. I think here is the deal. My friend seems to think that they are getting ready to have a Super Bowl over there. Huh. You think that's where the new stadium in London is? They're going to eventually have a Super Bowl there. So, huh. and that, that's my friend from the Panthers. I don't, I have no inside information from the cons on that. Well, why, why are you spreading all the, the dirt here? I mean, I you're just, speaking on things where you admit you have no inside information. You're just spreading rumors. You're, I just thought it was interesting. You're like you know, Wade you, Keller in the torch right now. Yeah. You, you spread bullshit as well. No, I don't. Oh Every, yeah. No, no. Everything I've said on this show is 100% factual. Really? Specifically really? about you having sex with animals. Okay. Yeah. Really? And, uh, and Sabu coming off of a, with a chair onto an airplane. Well, in fairness, you don't know what it was, so you can't poke holes in it, but you do. And you won't tell me, look at I this. Don't know. Look at this motherfucking up top motherfucking 270 some odd pound. Mike awesome. Six foot five. And Masato Tanaka standing on the top rope, superplex through the goddamn table. Are you kidding? Wow. The judge sold it too. Well, as well he should. Yeah. 
Uh, well, uh, tell me about uh, tell me about Tanaka here. Masato Tanaka is one of the all-time greats, and he he too probably doesn't get a lot of the uh, credit or respect he deserves. I think it was because he did more hardcore stuff, but uh, he, he was an ECW world champ and held a title in FMW and. Yeah, he, he's been with a lot of other Japanese promotions, a ton of them, but, uh, he's always been a, a WW or not WW, but an American favorite because of his time in ECW. So he would pop up in you know, Indies here, like Jersey all pro or ring of honor and you know, all that stuff. I think he even did game changer last year, but he's always sort of been with the smaller leagues more often than not, but you did see him in new Japan some as well. This is an ass kicking match here, guys, dude, it's big time. And by the way, Tanaka now is just 46 years old. Can he walk? Yes. He's still working every weekend. Jesus Christ. He looks totally different. He's dropped a lot of LBs, but process this. The dude's 26 here with what we're watching. Look at the fans standing and cheering. Oh, how could you not? I'll play a little audio here so you can hear just how into this they are. They're over. Can't even hear us. Best have sounded all night. You ready for this, Tony? I don't think you're ready for this. I don't think I am either. Masato Tanaka again jockeying for position atop the turnbuckles. Gonna power bombing for the fucking, fucking top rope, awesome bomb, power bomb. One, two, three. Pee Wee gets it, and there it is. Your winner and world heavyweight champion. He retains over Masato Tanaka, Mike Awesome. Well, it confirms what I always thought as I've been watching this shit over the last couple of years with you. WCW dropped the fucking ball on this guy, dude. What? I mean, in this era in 99, like I, I really legitimately think Mike awesome was my favorite wrestler. You just knew if he's coming out, you're going to see some shit, man. Such a different time, but you just knew you're going to see some shit. And coming up, by the way, we're still not done. I know usually you think, oh, the world title, that's the main event. Nay, nay. We got two more left to go. We got Rhino and Justin Credible and Lance Storm taking on Sandman, Raven, and Tommy Dreamer in the main event. But up next for the television title, that's right. The TV title is on after the world title. It's Rob Van Dam and Taz. How do you follow this though? I mean, I, I get that. I Taz and Van Dam. Uh, on paper, you think it's great, but how do you, I mean, if I'm backstage and I'm, and I'm coming up next, I'm thinking, what the fuck do we do? No, I agree. Look at the top rope chair shot, dude. Yeah. He didn't sell it, man. Like hit me fucking again. That spot where he jumps off the top rope, holding the chair and then like slams the chair on top of the other chair, which is on his face. And look at that to the floor, mm. power bomb through the table, through the floor, just in the middle of the match, superplex through the table in the middle of the ring, just in the middle of the match. There's so much. It's like, well, that's gotta be it out oh, right on the neck too. And he pops right up uh-huh. and here's the finish, the top rope power bomb. As Chris Candido will call it the, oh my God. 
Lawn bombshell. Lawn bombshell. Unbelievable. Great. Yeah. Great stuff, man. And you know, you just, you wonder now with hindsight, are we enjoying seeing somebody really physically deteriorate themselves? Not just physically, but mentally. It's hard to watch some of those chair shots now, knowing what we know, especially knowing what the end of Mike awesome story looked like. Amazing. So Taz here is going to be trying to get to the, uh, the television title. Rob Van Dam is going to come in as your TV champ. He won it back in April of 98 and he's still got it here. And. ECW at this point had long been regarding and presenting Rob Van Dam as the best wrestler in the company. Right. And Taz of course is, you know, their former world champ and their former tippy top guy. And they know he's leaving. So it's definitely feels like we're using this as an opportunity to put our best wrestler over the, you know, the guy leaving on his shield who we knew was the top guy Taz. So from a business standpoint, you know, just the classic wrestling booking. This makes a lot of sense, but Meltzer would say they were good moves in this match, but the two didn't work well together. And Taz's weakness when it comes to selling was apparent. Also Van Dam was so overhyped that it was almost a guarantee. He'd come across as disappointing. It's hard to hype someone as the best wrestler in the world. When you've just seen Tanaka and from a work standpoint, they're not even in the same league. First, before he came out, they pushed about this amazing pop. You'd see. Unless it's Austin or rock and it's a tape show with fake noise being pumped in and a fake Goldberg chant that, you know, in advance is being popped in. You should never say that because there's no guarantee. Anyway, he came out to a very good pop, but it was no more impressive than a mid card guy like edge or Kidman would get. And then they tried to push him as the greatest athlete in the world. And he didn't come across as even the greatest athlete on an average wrestling show. So very, very critical of the way they're presenting. Rob Van Dam here. Look at Taz with towel in the, on the head, in the corner. It's good stuff, man. One of the best entrances ever. Nothing fancy about it. Just walk in. Uh, badass stuff, man. Uh, uh, we had, uh, when we were in Philadelphia, we had, uh, and I'll say his name because he's a friend of the show and he's a good dude. His name is Greg Castriato. He's the media relations director of the Philadelphia Phillies. He's a friend of mine, a friend of JR's. We brought him backstage at Philadelphia and had some friends with him. And we came back to the announcer's room. And when Taz walked by, just getting ready to, you know, just in the back there, <laughs> one of his friends went, oh, my, he even said out loud, oh, my fucking God. I'm marking out big time right now. <laughs> Obviously. That was a, he was a big Taz fan and I got to agree. I have to agree. I'll mark out to him big time now too. And it's because of your introduction of me to ECW. So there you go. Hey, so how is my good friend Dave Meltzer doing good? Good. He'll be at uh Starcast, I believe. I think he'll be there Friday night to participate in the Crockett panel where we've got Jim Crockett on stage for the first time ever. I believe it's his first personal appearance like this he's ever made. And, uh, Bruce Mitchell, who, who lived it 
as you well know, he was part of that group of guys. He used to dress up like the horseman every week. Right. And in the front row of that show pretty regularly, he'll be there. And of course he grew up to be a writer for the torch. And Dave Meltzer was writing about all of that stuff as it happened. So who better to sort of talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of Jim Crockett promotions than Jim and David Crockett, along with Bruce Mitchell and Dave Meltzer. So they'll both be there on uh, Friday night. It'll be great. Great stuff. But your, your great close personal friend, Dave will miss you because you'll be on a plane headed home by the time he lands. Well, yeah, uh, sending my best. I have, uh, I have a crazy week ahead of me and I, I know I don't want to bore you with this shit, but, um, we, uh, we record this on Sunday. Uh, we drop on Wednesday, Westwood one, by the way, Monday's on Patron. So here's my week. I've got to go after today. I've got to do diamond Dallas, uh, go to DDP yoga. Uh, and then I've got some, uh, recordings I have to do for, uh, AW Tuesday, I got a basketball game. And then after the basketball game, Tuesday night, I drive to Charlotte, spend the night, do dynamite in Charlotte, drive back after that, get up, go to Baltimore, fly back at 5 30 AM on Friday from Baltimore land, go straight to Athens. we got new equipment to set up, set up all that new equipment, be taught the new equipment, drive back home, which is an hour and a half get up and drive back to Athens for a Saturday night game and then come back on Sunday and hopefully do another podcast with you. So that's my crazy fucking week. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And I want to say that I, I say all that because of this, all this would not be possible without you. Oh my, I'm serious. Would not be in December. Uh, okay. Uh, I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it fucking again because it means a lot to me in 2016, the early part of 2016, I brought everybody of my family members together to my house and told them that because I had just, uh, not been re-signed to my contract with WSB and doing the work for them that I wasn't so sure that I could keep the house, which I love and, and may, um, that I felt like my life was not going well right now. And I just told, I just wanted to let the kids know, honestly, what was going on because we're a close family and we love each other. And then a year later you came into my life and now look at me, I've got so much on my fucking plate this fucking week. I don't, and I'm 62. I don't know what to fucking do next. I mean, it's just fucking, it's fucking nuts. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, we're glad you're back where you belong, baby. It's been a wild fucking ride, man. And here's what else you have done for me. You've opened my eyes to ECW. You've opened my eyes to Taz, to Rob Van Dam's work, to Jerry Lynn, to Mike Awesome, to, to Nakas. Uh, I've got to, on a real plus side, I've got to see Francine in the room. And got to know her. Uh, See, I, I'm jealous of the way you talk about getting to know Francine. I want to get to know Tammy like this. Why can't I do that? We're, we're going. We're working on that, aren't we? 
I need you to help me make that happen and then give me the old uh, hot tag. You damn right I will. Because you know what they say. Uh, prison sex is pretty damn good. Oh, is it really? That's what they say. Mm. Maybe you'll have a conjugal visit. Oh, I'm married now. Calm down. You said hot tag. What the fuck are you talking about? I would never cheat on my wife, Tony. I'm not like you in Las Vegas where I'm out here trying to sling mellow yellows. Here we go. I put you over and now you talk about, uh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let's watch the match. You're fussing because I paid for you to have a street walker come to the room and service your little pee pee. You're mad at me that, that you slung the mayonnaise on my dime. I'm looking forward to this match. I think it's going to be a hard hitting affair, even though they probably, as you said, it was kind of shit on. Look at that. Fuck. So let's watch the match. You want to No, I'm let's ready to watch the match, but I think first we should tag in our friend, the new member here on the show. Uh, huh. you know, I don't, I, you may, you, re- me- you may not remember, but we talked about this when in West Virginia, that you were going to come over this weekend. We were going to tape in person. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. And so he's made his way here. So he's actually here with me and he's ready to, uh, sort of hot tag in the second half of this show at this point, which by the way, that Mike awesome Masato Tanaka, just as a reminder, got four and a quarter stars. This one we're watching now two and a quarter. So who has joined us? Hey. Hey, is it, do I just talk in this right here? I guess that's Conrad doing a fucking voice. No, it's not. I'm right here. Hey, Conrad. Yeah. That's <laughs> so fucking, we do some lame shit. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, we do some lame shit on this podcast. Hey, 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 Anthony. It's the fucking lamest. You want me to call Austin impromptu? Oh, dude, that would be great. Okay. I don't know if you'll pick up or not. Let's see if I can find that fucking number. I had to do a star six, seven. You better do a star six, seven. That motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> he is. I know that he probably down there eating one of them goddamn bologna biscuits with mayonnaise. Nasty. Some of a bitch. Where you reckon Rob Van Dam got that airbrushing done? You reckon him and Jimmy Hart would go do like a group buy? Is this is this Doug Markham? Okay, here we go. Stand by. No, it's ain't Doug Markham. If it was, I'd go, hey, man, I'm Doug. Man, Norman's got to calm down. Norman's going to take over the show if we're not careful. Hello? Austin. Yeah. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Hey. Hey, how you doing? What's going on with you, buddy? I just woke up. You just woke up? You You didn't go you didn't go you didn't go to church? No, I don't go to church. All right. I never liked it. You never watch it? I never liked it. Never liked it, okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, is Andrew there? No, I don't know who the fuck that is. Okay. Hey, Austin, listen, we're going to put you here on the podcast with us because we really thought you were just a really uh, entertaining guy. Oh, that's fantastic. 
So tell us something about yourself. Well, I'm a freelancer. Yeah. Does that mean you're unemployed? No. I'm just, I'm trying to get into wrestling. I'm working on a couple of projects right now, but I'm not really making a wage on it yet. Yeah. So, so, so so you're unemployed. Got it. So listen, you, uh, but you wake up late on Sunday, you should be working out in the gym or something. Just an opinion. No, man. Just an opinion. No, I work out at night. Oh, okay. I, I got it. So you want to be a wrestler then when you're saying you're trying to get into wrestling, you actually want to be an in-ring performer. No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm more on the creative side. I'm more of a, uh, cerebral type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, so no, I'm, I could tell that yeah. in my mind. Right. So you'd, you'd like to, well, let me ask you this about the current product. What do you like about it? Uh, absolutely nothing right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like AEW a lot. Yeah. It's my favorite TV show. Yeah. Uh, I don't like WWE that much. Yeah. I haven't really liked it in a long time. It's just not, it's just not very entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty much it right now. I'm just watching AEW, but you know, it goes by faster than an episode of Sunday night. Cause it's so entertaining. It only comes on once a week. So, yeah. you know, I'm hoping maybe we can get some more content there. Uh, yeah, that's about it right now. All right. And then, of course, I'm watching the old stuff and listening to podcasts every day. So that's pretty much how I'm feeling my time. All right. Well, uh, you know, we're coming to Nashville. We hope to see you there. A-W. Yeah, absolutely, man. You can send those tickets over anytime. You got my address on file, right? Yeah, I got your address on file. And uh, that, Yeah, man, send them on over. That'd be great. Do you have, uh, uh, do you have a posse with you? you have a lot of people coming with you? Uh, no, actually I'm just, I'm a loner, man, but if you want to put me up in the inner circle skybox, I would love that. Um, okay. Just, just send them on over. All right. Now well, here's the deal. I don't know that you know this, but there is an initiation process to be in the inner circle suite. Has Tony told you about that? No, man, I haven't heard about that. Well, you're going to have to I'm down. What is it? You just got to show your dick to Jericho. Are you up for that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Hopefully I'm hitting me with a code breaker afterwards. Yeah. Wow. Well, if it's bigger than his, he might. So be, be careful. Oh, I will, man. I'm literally down to do anything. I Are can, you kidding me? I, I can tell that. That's Dude, I'm, I'm serious. I'll do anything to get into that skybox. Okay. Yeah. It don't even have to be on TV or nothing either. I just want to sit in there. You want to sit in there with Sammy Guevara? And, uh, well, I don't really care about sitting in there with Sammy Guevara. I will, but yeah. I'm really just concerned about sitting in there with Chris Jericho. Cause he's the best. Would you, uh, like want to smell his fingers or, or why do you want to sit with him? Uh, I mean, he's just a champion and obviously he's a, he's a bad dude. And I just, I have a lot of respect. I've obviously been watching him for a long, long time. I've got several videotapes with him on it. it um, so I'm, I'm just a big fan ultimately. And, you know, he, he's done it all. He's been all over the world. Uh, and he's pretty much beating everybody that there is to beat. And he's, he's still going too. I think he's going to beat Cody as well. When, uh, I don't know about that, man. When, That's uh when you talk about, um, you've got videotapes with him. Do, what's your favorite VHS of Chris Jericho? 
Oh, well, he's on this. I got this one videotape of Hollywood Hulk Hogan on a motorcycle talking shit in front of his mansion. Uh, he's mainly talking shit about like Sting and Kevin Nash and stuff. It's pretty old taste, but uh, yeah, Chris Jericho's on there at some point uh, in his earlier WWE days. You know, I was just I thought he could do some really really incredible stuff back in the day. I mean, he's just kind of like a revolutionary. You know, with all the flips and flaps that he's doing. When all those other guys were were still doing the old stuff, so that's probably my favorite one. You know, it's it's not it's probably not what everybody else likes, but it holds a special place for me. You know, you got it, Austin. Hey, buddy, great talking to you as always. All right. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know my phone number, so you know just keep me posted on that and, and let me know what's going on. I'll, I'll be you, on the lookout. I'll get you some tickets. All right. All right, man. Take care, buddy. Oh, I'm so excited. All, all right. right. See you. All right, let me know. All right. Hey, great to talk to you guys. All right. All right. All right. Double underhook. Oh, right on the head and neck, mate. Uh, we appreciate Austin being with us. Fucking cerebral motherfucker. You know, that's the problem with wrestling. There are too many cerebral people out there. There are too many people that, that think they can book. Am I, am, <clears throat> am I channeling JR now? Well, earlier you were saying, uh, well, they should have did this. And I said, why don't you do your own promotion? And then I don't remember saying that. Yeah. Well, you did. Okay. I don't, I think, uh, uh, I, uh, I do like the term though. And this really entertained me on grill and Jr. I do like the term, uh, nuts in a thimble. Thimble nuts, thimble nuts. That's pretty fucking cool. That's, uh, that's pretty fucking cool. I enjoy that. <sighs> See, here's the, here's the thing here. And this is, this is not, again, this is not a, uh, do you give everybody a time reminder here? Yeah. Time reminder, uh, two Oh two Oh eight Oh nine, 10, 11, Jerry, uh, or, uh, Rob Van Dam's pulling himself up on the ropes. He's up on the top rope at 16. He's to his feet at 19. And he slides with a baseball slide kick. Here's uh, here's the problem with coming after Mike Awesome and Tanaka. When they put the table up there, people didn't really give a shit. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Tough act to follow. Hey, so this is our debut on Westwood One. And we're so excited about it. For our fans on Patreon, you get us on Monday. I've been listening to uh, all of your other shows, the Orange Show. Of course, Monday's uh, 83 weeks. And then Arne, then me, then JR on Thursday, and Bruce on Friday. It's a hell of a lineup, Conrad, that you developed here. It's um, the, uh, what do we call it? We, we joked about it one day. Oh, it's um, CTE. It's uh, Conrad Thompson Entertainment. Yo, that's what it is. Or Enterprises, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Ma- it ma- was good. Ma- maybe it's the Starcast Podcast Network. Maybe it's the Starcast Network. That's that's cool too. It was. It is big enough for Dave Silva to move his family from Texas, where they worry about guns and knives and. Yeah, as we've heard on this very show. Right uh, into Alabama, where they worry about. 
meth and marrying a, their relative and football and stuff hey, like that. Hey, Cody, don't you be fucking around on no Alabama now. Hey, it's Cassio. Cassio, how you doing, buddy? If it was Cassio, I'd just be scream laughing. Okay. Talking about little Debbie and turn around, Doug. Are you in? Come in. By the way, uh, see Cassio's, uh, working on a TV show. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's been on TV before. If yeah, but I'm just wondering, like, you know, did he have a TV show before he appeared on what happened when? I don't think so. He was on Jay Leno. I mean, he was big time. Are we talking about the same thing? Oh, I didn't realize that was in the last couple of years since, you know, Jay Leno's not on TV. No, I meant. I'm trying to put you over that you're the star maker. Okay. Got it. You're right. You're right. I'm a star maker. Did you see Rob Van Dam's rather controversial comments about your company recently? Uh, no. He said without Rob Van Dam, there would be no young bucks. There would be no Kenny Omega. Everybody had, once upon a time, he was considered a small guy, 235 pounds in a locker room full of 300 pounders. And now everybody's doing RVD moves. And those guys in your promotion are not all elite. They're all petite. Huh? And he called them all petite wrestling. Well, you know, what's going on there. He's just trying to get the heat That's right. for his company and impact. I don't, right. I, I don't think for a minute that Rob is really of that mindset. He's just, you know, do it, doing wrestler heel shit. Yeah. Just trying. Well, he's trying to draw attention. I mean, AEW I mean is I, hot right now. If you mention AEW, if you hashtag AEW or you put AEW's Twitter handle in there, you, you're going to get some looks. Yeah. And who knows, you might get a lot of followers. That's what, that's what Seth Rollins was doing that pissed off Jr. And right. I was like, he's just trying to get the attention. And Jr. was like fired up about it so much yeah. that we have t-shirts now for Jr. that sort of mock Seth Rollins t-shirts. Wow. Split leg moonsault. Where are you at on the old split leg moonsault? Lois ever throw one of those at you? I wish. Really? Yeah. You don't reckon you'd smother? No, it'd be a good way to smother. Well, I know I'd smother now, but back in the day, I wouldn't have smothered. I just thought, you know, with, uh, her, 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 her two elves on the shelves, you'd <laughs> smother. Hey, did you ever put a ruler up Lois's ass to smell how tall she was? <laughs> it's a Cassia kid line. I stole that. <laughs> oh, that's fucking brutal. Funny, but brutal. And we laughed about that all through this world television title match. We, uh, we haven't uh, done a Tony Reed's rap today. Thank God. Well, I've decided I want to switch it up a little bit. Okay. I'm going to do a country song. Oh, we talked about this recently here on the show about your favorite musician, Wheeler Walker, Jr. Oh, Wheeler. And there is, um, 
Uh-huh. A song called Redneck Shit that I think is right up your alley. Redneck Shit. Well, you know what? I grew up with Redneck Shit. Oh, can I tell you a little <clears throat> uh, real story before uh-huh. we get into the Redneck Shit? Yeah. So, uh, we were in uh, last weekend. We were in this is the weekend before this past weekend, we were in New Jersey, New York, uh, for my, uh, my granddaughter's baptism. Lois and I flew home, but my daughter, Laurie and her husband, Mike, and their little infant son, Noah drove. So they decided to stop by where Papa Tony grew up, Craigsville, Virginia. And I told Laurie, she said, I'm going to drive through. And she went, she saw the grave of my mom and my dad. And she went by a lot of places, she went by my high school and everything. I told her, I said, when you drive up by the house where I grew up in and lived for most of my life, um, I lived there from the time I was born to the time I uh, graduated from college. I said, let's do a FaceTime and I want to see the old house, which my sister bought her half for me. So she owns now and she has people renting the house. She said, okay. So they drive up. And she shows FaceTime. And what do you think is in the front of my house? A food truck. <laughs> a goddamn rebel flag. Oh. Stars and bars. My fits. If you've heard the way you talk about minorities when we're not on the air, but I totally oh, checked out. I tell you what, I'm bleeping that fucking part. Because <laughs> It's a fucking joke. You can't bleep it. And then it sounds like I said something bad. I just said the word minorities. You can't bleep minorities because, because I make, because I have a, uh, uh, an Asian voice. That's not making fun of minorities. That's stop it. We're not going there. But anyway, there was a, there was a, there was a flag and I'm thinking, oh my God, I almost, I almost told my daughter, I said, go knock on the door and take that fucking flag down. Because if anybody says, Hey, this is where Tony Schiavone grew up. Let's go by the house. Fuck. A rebel flag. Uh, we gotta we gotta evict those people. Like two fucking day. Is this our main event? Yeah, you, you totally missed calling the finish of the Taz match. Sorry, Taz. He, Taz knows I love him. Well anyway, Rob Van Dam beat him. Yeah, well that's why I didn't call it. Cause I wanted Taz to go over. There was a fr- frog splash. The crowd reaction was flat. Woo. The two high fived each other after the match got a nice ovation, but there's a lot of you sold out chance during the match. Yeah. And Meltzer would say he should take solace in knowing that the same people will be chanting obscenities. will be the loudest ones to chant. Welcome back. If for some reason he doesn't make it in the big leagues, two and a quarter stars. I think you'll be excited because this is uh, the match where we see your girl. All right. By the way, for you, uh, she put on Twitter recently that she wasn't doing well. Uh, she is doing much better. She, uh, she and I texted this weekend because I wanted to check in with her. See how she was. Don Marie looked pretty fucking live too, didn't she? Huh? Don Marie, don't you think she looked pretty good too? I'm not. Huh? Huh? <laughs> 
All right, let's play F Mary kill. Okay. Sonny. I'm sorry. Tammy Lynn sitch. Yeah. Tammy Lynn bitch, which is Don Marie here, uh, or Francine. So we know you're marrying Francine, right? So go ahead and fill in the blanks now too. Well, I think I would, uh, I would fuck Don Marie. What? Yeah. So the lady you're going to be pin become prison pen pals with, you want to die. There's no way you can win this game. Yeah, you can. Let me play. All right, go ahead. I'd marry Don Marie. All right. I'd, I'd do the other fun thing with, with, uh, Tammy. Yep. She's sick anyway. <sighs> See, it's no way to win this. I game. knew that would piss you off because yeah, I had, I, <laughs> oh, Lord have Check mercy. Her out. All in fucking white. You know, she's thinking of me. Yeah. I'm sure at that point she's like that announcer on nitro. No, not Mongo, not Bobby Heenan, not Mike Tanay, Tony. He's so hot. His chair's always taller than the other guys. That means he's got a big Peter. <laughs> I like big Peters. Uh, then she'd be disappointed because she realizes, no, you're a midge. Okay, no. And, so I, and you don't have a big Peter. Hang on a second. No one gets in the ring like Francine does. Come on, girl. Come on now. That's what I'm talking. Uh, uh, oh, <sighs> sorry. What did you think of my friend's lean impression? I thought it was fucking silly. <laughs> well, let, let's be real serious. You got those Wheeler Walker Jr. lyrics. Yeah. Let's be real serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to be real serious on this show. You ready? Uh, hang on. I'm look at Raven. Raven again. I'll go back and say it every time. Go say it again. Raven, one of my favorite people. I still see you say. I I see it. I got it. I'm ready to go. I hope there's nothing about uh the Dixie flag in here. You ready? Yes. All right. American by birth and Southern by the grace of God means that everything I do, I do it right. New York. Well, hang, hang on. You're just reading. Sing it. Motherfucker. I don't know. the. I don't know the tune. What do you mean? You don't know the tune. I don't know the fucking tune. My God. We've been talking about this for weeks. How have you not been listening to old Wheeler? All right. Here. No, I'll play redneck shit for you. Well, so you can get I, 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 I won't it. be able to hear it. I won't be able to hear it. Yes, you can. You don't know it. Some of grace God means everything that I do, I do right in New York and California. You can go have your fun, but down here, I got a list of what I like. Eating tater tots and pussy. Sucking Mountain Dew and tits. Kick my grandpa in the nutsack. Then I fuck my boss's dick. Then I suck my boss's dick. Fuck my cousin in her asshole before I finish on her tits. Then I shoot my neighbor's cat. 
I love that redneck shit. You can make your jokes at us and giggle all you want, but my friends and me, man, we don't give a lick. If you can read this, then the bitch fell off, had to stick her on a bike, sure, but it's also a tattoo link on my dick, taking pictures of my mama while she's trying to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the song. <laughs> you can't top that. Oh my! Oh, I gotta take a breath here. Then I'm throwing rocks. <laughs> then I'm throwing rocks, cripples, and I laugh when they did a hit. Pull my pecker out of Walmart. Then I pop my sister's zits. Jacking all my neighbor's dog. I love that redneck shit. Dent People think we're crazy, man. Really? They think we're all insane. Take a visit and I swear you'll never leave. You can stay at grandma's house. She'll cook you up some country ham. After dinner, you can nibble on her beef meat. At On her beef meat. At the, then I fucked, uh, meet at uh, something, and I, then I fucked her for a bit, shove a dildo up my asshole to see if it can fit, buy a million of magazines that show the clit, then I tow my brother's butt, I love that redneck shit, redneck shit. Oh my God, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, Wheeler. Where's where's he at for you all time now on Tony Reed's rap? That's uh, I, I don't know what to say. I <laughs> I really think that take a picture of my mama taking a shit may be one of the best lines I've ever read. What if I said that I might be able to arrange a meeting with him? Shoved a dildo up my asshole to see if it can fit. <laughs> Buy a million of magazines that show the clit. Good God. My apologies to Sandman and his tremendous entrances. Well, it's not good on the on the WWE Network. They play some bullshit song. This is what it sounds like. Yeah. This is not an elimination matchup. This is a six-man. They're not playing Enter Sandman. Yeah. Which is. Which is what? Um, Tony, are you still there? No, I was saying that, which, which is what they have to do. Did you get a text message from Tony Khan? You have to go now. No, that was Lois texting me. Where are you at on uh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Did you try it last time or have you tried it since it's been back? No, I have not tried a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Um, I'm really partial to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I got that. But have you tried a Popeye's chicken sandwich? I have not. Should I? Yes. Uh, do I have to stay? Do I have to sit in line for like an hour? No, you can order it delivered. All right. Cause you know, I mean, uh, they were lines around Popeye's checking out the chicken sandwich. I'm thinking, you know what? It may be fucking good, but I'll wait till the, the, everything dies down. Has it died down now? No, they just brought it back. They ran out. They ran out of bread. They had no bread for months. Now, well, now the that, bread's back. That, that's great planning, isn't it? 
Well, they didn't think it would get over sort of like you in wrestling, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying that to be ugly. I'm just saying you yeah. never would have imagined that wrestling fans would welcome you back. They thought they didn't, you thought we'd given up on you. And I was like, no, we still like you. You need to come, you know, be with your people. And now you are, and you're bilking people out of money, like a true, you know, okay. wrestling carny, you know, nature, second nature. Well, uh, I'll try a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Are you, exci- I- are you excited about your, uh, your birthday this weekend? Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I've gotten mixed emotions about it. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Jimmy's famous seafood has a, a chicken sandwich. That's got crab on it. Well, I'll go for that. Yeah. So I'll make them get you one and you know what? We got some surprises for it. I don't know if you know that or not. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, those could be scary. Not could be, will be. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I look, uh, <clears throat> I know it's kind of like a roast of Tony Schiavone. So I realize there are going to be a lot of lies thrown around about me, about my character and about who I am. So I'm just, uh, and then my son, Matt, and my son, Chris, will be there, too, and that even makes it worse. My son, Matt, tells me that we're doing karaoke with a live band. I'm thinking, how does that fucking work? But uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, how are you mad that I've pulled out all the stops for you to make it a special day to celebrate you? Well, it, because it, it means a lot to me again. I, I, I mentioned earlier in the show how much you mean to me, but I know what kind of shit you can pull. What does that mean <laughs> that I'm being, what do you think? What does that mean? You can pull, you can, hello, Don. Jiggle, jiggle. Uh, you can, uh, by the way, if you're uh, keeping up with us, I want to give you a time code because, uh, we have. Had a little problems now and then. Uh, 221, 30, 31, 32, 33. I think it's pretty cool that Tommy Dreamers out of Yonkers, New York, has stayed his focus on the match doing all this crazy shit, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy, again, is ECW provided us with some memorable people. And most of them are in the ring right now. Uh, so anyway, so I, I, I just, uh, I'm concerned about what's going to happen to me. You think we're going to hurt you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I think you could try to get me drunk. And, you know, and, and that brings up another point <clears throat> until I hooked up with Jr. again, you know, got to know him again on a regular basis, my consumption of alcohol has increased. I used to not drink at all anymore. I mean, I stopped completely stopped, go out to eat. I'll have an iced tea. I'll have a diet Coke. I'll have a diet mellow yellow. I'll have water and now go out to eat. I'm 
four mules in. That concerns me. Should I be concerned? Yes. Are you going to join me on the on the uh, end of the show here? Or are you just going to sit back and listen? Well, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. You're you're sort of shitting on everything that I've suggested. No, I'm not shitting on everything. I said I was concerned. I was concerned about. I, okay, <clears throat> sorry. It's going to be great. See, I can't wait. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you could sell Glacier and Alex Wright. Why can't you sell Jimmy's famous seafood? Like, are you, oh. have you just checked out that much? No, 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 no. I can sell Jimmy's famous seafood. Wait, Jimmy's famous. Jimmy's famous seafood. No, I like Jimmy's famous seafood. Cause it sounds what? like you're saying same ass seafood. I sold Jimmy's same ass seafood. Jimmy's famous seafood is the best restaurant I've ever at in. I read that in the library, a library. Okay. What do you think of, uh, it my, coming favorite out? Rest, my favorite restaurant was Skoma's in San Francisco. It was, but now it's Jimmy's famous seafood. I like Jimmy's same ass seafood too. <laughs> so we look forward to having everybody there for my birthday party. It'll be a dinner. It'll be festivities. And then it's all going to be karaoke afterwards. Unfortunately, because of, uh, she's not doing well health wise. Francine could not be a part of it. Cause I wanted her there. I, and I, I invited think, her. She told me no. Yeah, she can't. She's, she's been in the hospital. Uh, I wanted her there and, uh, can we get, can we get Tammy instead? Well, we, we, we need to find out what prison she's in. Maybe it could be my birthday. You're a married man. No. What is that? Hang on now. Aren't you married? Why is Francine allowed to your birthday? Well, I'm a, just a dirty old fuck. No, I know. Dude, it was so uncomfortable seeing you hug every female talent in AEW and then like take a big sniff. <laughs> take okay. a big sniff. That's, that is what you do. And you'd be like, oh, you smell so good. That is no, you, no, no, you, no, no, you no. look so great today, sweetie. No, you're just, you're just so beautiful and talented. No, sweetie. remove that from your verbiage. What sweetie? The sniff, because that didn't happen. No, I just made it all up, Tony. It's theater of the mind. You didn't actually shit the floor. You don't actually trim your dick on a regular basis in the kitchen. I mean, the, we've done a lot of weird stuff. You don't also jack off the neighbor's dog. You just talked about that in the last 10 minutes. Like we know that you legitimately have sex with monkeys on your couch, but not the neighbor's dog. Like, come on, man. It's theater of the mind. We're trying to entertain you. So. Where was I, man? I, you're I, talking about sniffing talent in AEW. Oh yeah. When you, when you're in wrestling, when you work in the backstage area, you, when you see a person, you see them every week, you shake hands, you hug, you hug guys and you hug girls, you embrace each other. That's always been the way you do it. If you work backstage, if you're one of the boys and, or one of the girls now, if you're one of the talent and announcers are considered part of the talent. You grab a hand and you hug. It's what you do. It's the way it is. The way it is. Tell us more. Some things will never change. As Bruce Hornsby once said, do you want another Wheeler Walker junior show? I do not. I've had enough of him. 
for a lifetime. Tell, uh, tell Wee Wheelie Walker, thanks. You want to guess how many stars this match gets? Uh, three and a quarter. Star and a quarter. Wow. And give me the review for this. This match went downhill after the ring entrances of the faces, Sandman in particular. When Don Marie wound up with beer on her, Callis said he thought they got Don Marie wet. I guess since this isn't TNN, she for one night only was back to using the ring name Don Marie Bitch. Raven looked facially as old as Terry Funk. He's aged five years in the last match. It was a flat match, which was almost tragic. Fast forward a little bit. Um, wow. Raven lost his balance with credible on his back, stumbled back a few steps, which wound up with credible being thrown too far. And he got caught in the ropes and almost landed head first on the mat. Apparently he instinctively was able to tuck his head a slight bit or he would have suffered a broken neck, which at first is what it appeared. He might've suffered. He was clearly in great pain rolling over to Jason. And at this point, since whatever was playing was seemingly in disarray. Everyone started doing everything and the camera work was missing. Most of it. This was probably a much better uh, match live than it, than it came across for that very reason. And then, uh, fast forward when they were celebrating, doing their pose, credible staggered backwards and storm had to help him to the back. He was shaking up backstage for a while, but the leap, the belief was the next afternoon that he was going to be okay. Huh. Well, uh, again, and yeah, I, I, I get what he's saying all this, but again, uh, the main event has already happened. So there you go. Whoa, that was pretty fucking good. And you can see the fans who are usually right in rabbit about everything. They don't, they're really not giving a shit right now. Ooh. So who from, uh, who do you got coming from ECW to Starcast? Uh, we have, um, Raven. Yay. And we have Tommy dreamer. Yay. No, I'm sorry. Not Tommy dreamer. Taz. Uh, yay. Yay. And Sandman. Very cool. You ever, uh, got in touch with Lance Storm about showing up? Yep. I, I try to book him every year or every yeah. time. And every time he has a reason he can't. And now he just signed on. He's uh, working with WWE now. So he's definitely not allowed. Oh my God. Did they really get him? Yeah. I think they were concerned since he's been such an effective trainer and trained so many good wrestlers. Maybe AEW might want him. So and to lock his ass up. Yeah. That's. That's obviously what they're trying to do. And I mean, for God's sake, they even tried to hire Tony Schiavone. Yeah. How about that? By the way, do you think if you would have, uh, gone the WWE route, they would have already Bischoffed you? Yep. Sure do. You think it just would have lasted a few months and then you were done? Yep. Oh my God. Oh my. Look at that. His own partner. He did a drop toe hold into the chair on how mm. hurtful, how rude. Do you know why I think that would have been, uh, that would have gone the way of Bischoff. Wow. That was pretty fucking good. Uh, cause you're not very good at your job or whatever. No, I don't think that. Okay. 
I think that Bischoff was hired. Hey. And I would have, they attempt, fuck, he's whacking the fuck out of him with that fucking stick. Pronouns, pal. Sandman Sand- just hit Rhino with a kendo stick multiple times. And now Tammy Sitch is on his back and in comes Don Murray or Francine who hits Landstorm right in the dick. And now we've got a cat fight and the fans are popping for the first time because the thongs are flip flopping and flying. Wow. This is what I loved about ECW as, as a, an adolescent male. This is fucking great. What was I talking about? I can't even remember. I'm gone. My attention span has moved over to something else. What are you thinking about now? Uh, boobs. Boobs. Anyway, uh, I think, uh, I think Vince hired Eric. And attempted to hire me so he could just fire us. Wow. Pile driver, that's the finish. I think that was in his plan the entire time. And then brawl into the back. There you go. The impact players. They're not just the coolest. They're not just the best. They are just incredible. That was actually a pretty cool finish, uh, for what was kind of a mess of a match. It was a mess of a match, which sucks because Tanaka and awesome out of this world. That's right. And again, that should have been the last match with awesome with his hands raised as the ECW champion. That's the way it should have been. Tell us more. Yeah. Well, just my opinion. My opinion. You see Francine there trying to console Sandman. Mm-hmm. If Francine was going to try to console you, what would she want to do? Go watch uh, an old Braves game with you on Turner Classics? That would be great. Uh, I love vintage baseball. I love watching vintage baseball games. Uh, the good way to console me would be to watch game six of the 69 World Series between the Mets and the Baltimore Orioles. That's in black and white for sure, huh? But no, it's not. Really? No, it's not. You can get it if you uh, if you subscribe to MLB. What is dot, it? What is MLB? If you subscribe to MajorLeagueBaseball.com. Oh, I thought it was like Major League Boobs. Boobs. You can finish. You can finish. <laughs> finish. Yeah, you can watch. You can watch if you like. Uh, some uh, vintage games, and one of those is a 69 World Series, complete with the commentary, the graphics, everything. And I, I can put that up, and, and, and it, all of a sudden, I'm a kid again. Why would it, you want to watch that, seriously? If you're a big baseball fan and you grew up loving baseball like I did, then that's your wheelhouse. 73 World Series. The Mets against the Oakland Athletics. Willie Mays last game. Fuck. It's another one. 74 World Series. Dodgers, Oakland A's. 71 World Series. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. So just so I'm clear, 
Yeah. Francine's going to, you're down in the dumps. She wants to cheer you up. She's going to come over to the house and you're going to make her watch 45 year old baseball games. Yes, I am with mellow yellow zero. Oh, well, I know what she needs that for. I got okay. it. Oh, and pistachios in the shell. Whoa. That's all me, man. Ooh, that's all. Ooh, that's all me too. Well, Tony, when I, uh, when I look at my clock, I realize it's about that time. <laughs> yes, it is about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a wild and wacky day here, uh, on what happened when I want to let you know that Lois and I will not be having monkey sex on the couch this week because we're just too fucking old for that. But I also know that, uh, we wish Francine well because she has great boobs and we're desperately out of time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for Austin and the fake whoever he was trying to be Casio Kid and Conrad Thompson, I'm Tony Schiavone. We'll see you next time on What Happened When on Westwood One. And on Mondays, we are on Patron. Patron.